It'll be a much better take. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 94 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, Minecraft is finally united. Bioshock enters the cloud chamber. It's still good. MLB <laughs> The Show renews MLB contract, adds Xbox and Nintendo in free agency. Another winner. Zing. Sony brings the state of play. Nintendo Indie World News. We had the Game Awards. Epic Game Store is going to be giving away some Christmas gifts. Mortal Kombat 11 brings crossplay. Anyone? Deadly crossplay. Crossplay. Oh, with a K. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But without the context, I yeah, was like, it's kind of tough. It's I my fault. It. I wasn't reading the document. <laughs> you, so. you were doing okay. You were doing okay there for me. And Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles has been delayed. Crystal Chronicles with a K. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should call this one. Yeah. Like Crystal's the Burger. Now we're talking. It actually does sounds that, pretty good right does now. Does that make that game more interesting? Someone just has to carry around a sack full of crystals. <laughs> Dude, that would be better than a bucket with magic water in it. No, I still never, I still never played that. That would just make me hungry all the time. It's like a was that was that game with the skittles in it? You know what I'm talking about. I was thinking of that. Uh, uh, there was a Dorito game for Xbox. Oh like, yeah, that racing. It's like I couldn't afford yeah. a, a Xbox, a Tyrannosaurus or Dorito something. Dash. Yeah, Dorito Dash. I just oh, played a lot that of game is good. That was easy, two hundred or two fifty. It was a good ass game, game actually. Okay, so I got to thinking about this the other day. I got to figure out what the Skittle game is. The, the Skittle game. I got to thinking about this the other day. I loved the Burger King games. It was fun collecting them. It was fun playing them because I had a new 360. It was fun popping them in the Xbox and the 360 and like looking at the differences and stuff like that. I would love for another crossover like that. Sneak King 2. There you go. Sneak King 2. Dark and Sky is the game I'm thinking about. Dark and Sky has actual Skittles in it? It is about Skittles. It doesn't say it anywhere oh, okay. on the box except for like the trademark stuff. Like You play it and you think it's a legit thing and then there's like talking about Skittles. Darkened Sky. And that's GameCube and PS2, right? Uh, if I remember right? I don't know, actually. We'll find out. I think it's just GameCube. You have a copy of this? I do. And then we can always go back to uh, Pepsi Man or Cool Spot. Pepsi, Pepsi Man. Man. Cool Spot. You gotta say it like that. It doesn't count. There's a bunch of McDonald's games, like especially for the NES. Mm-hmm. Like Ronald McDonald Adventures. And GameCube like and Windows. Yeah. GameCube and Windows. I thought it was a PS2 game also for some reason. No. GameCube What'd you do in that game? Was it a adventure? It's, it's a 3D adventure game, and it, it seems completely innocent at first, but yeah, then there's then Skittles get involved. It's about fucking Skittles. It is about Skittles. That's wild. Like it's like can- a Marshawn Lynch like game. Like the candy. That's <laughs> insane. All right, what's your dream fast food property game? I'm, I'm down with this Crystal's Crystal Chronicles. All right, we may have just made it. Crystal's Chronicles. Oh, we're, it's going to come up in the news, so that's the reason for the delay. They're trying to render accurately yeah. rest, render the crystal and yeah. the crystal chick in the bucket. Yeah, I got to have the I got the steam coming off too, or it doesn't count. I Is be- that a good game? Like I'm looking forward to this game. I'm kind of upset it was delayed, no. even though we all have it on GameCube. I think it's fine unless you're the bucket guy or you're playing by yourself. What makes that part so bad? You're not doing anything. That might be why they pushed it back because it seems like they want to make sure this crossplay works great with Android, iPhone. Yeah. PS4 Switch. I mean, you're supposed to be able to play with all four of them. So yeah. I guess if they do it right, that whole community will be ready day one. So instead of just sitting there trying to patch in fixes and pushing everybody away. Just, then you're not waiting for players everywhere. Just releasing when it's ready. Yeah. I think the core of the game is fine, though. As far as, like, if, if you're not the bucket guy, it's fine. Was it a good story and everything? Music and everything else was good? It's very whimsical. Much more the those so than I would say a regular Final Fantasy game would be. It's okay. Yeah, it was just fine. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to play it's a very game sto- where the... it's very storybooky. Like there's a narrator that narrates part okay. of it. It's just like Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. Or any of the other ones like the Wii ones, and the DS. Were those any? Did they continue the same lineage? Were they any good? The Wii Crystal Chronicles is a completely different game, 
but it is better in my opinion. The action adventure, adventure one. Yeah, the one that looks has like the blonde kid on it. Mm-hmm. It was actually a pretty good game. I actually enjoyed the the Diablo esque ones that came out. One came out on the Wii, and then one came out. The two came out on the DS. Echo of Time is yeah. that the Diablo type ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's they one, were good. There's one that's exclusive to DS, and the one the one that came on the Wii is like the same on the DS and Wii. And those are crossplay too, right? Can't you play cross on those? I don't know. They had a Nintendo Wi-Fi on there. I don't mm-hmm. know what you did with it though. But it's weird looking at it on the Wii because it's the exact same. Like they didn't make it any better or any. I mean, obviously the resolution's higher. Yeah. But it's like the same models that they same used character on models. DS, and it's <laughs> that would look pretty cool. It looks weird. Yeah. Jarring. Yeah. All right, you ready to get into news proper now that we've uh, beat Crystal Chronicles into the ground? Yeah. We want to rotate like we did last week. I think it was pretty good. We yeah, got a shit it, ton it was of news fine. this week. I haven't looked at anything this week, though. I don't remember. This is year. We're going into like our third holiday, I guess, of the podcast. No, this is only second. We did, no, it's, we it's the third holiday because we started late. Late that year. But we were practicing. We weren't Yeah, it wasn't like a holiday-ish yeah. thing. You're right. But there's like... I don't remember news this late in the year like this much outside of Game Awards. Uh, there's a big Minecraft announcement. This comes from Xbox Wire, which is uh, from Xbox.com. Starting tomorrow, Minecraft, and that would be from seven days ago, like nine days ago by the time you hear this. Starting tomorrow, Minecraft players on PlayStation 4 Edition will begin updating to the unified Bedrock version. This means cross-platform play will be active across Xbox One, Windows 10, Nintendo Switch, iOS, Android, Gear VR, and now PS4. And uh, there was a video accompanying this that had uh, images of everybody playing on their respective devices. I kind of already thought this was live. I don't, I'm not sure why. It was live on everything but PlayStation, remember? Oh, okay. There was this whole thing before, and That's Sony was kicker. still inspecting crossplay. That's the kicker. They seem, to, they seem to be all in now, so no Origin installer. All right, they didn't fuck up. <laughs> that scared the hell out of me. I was like, why is this happening? So you can now play Minecraft on PS4 along with your uh, mates on other consoles. Good news. Where are we at now? Let's see. This is article number two. Number dose. Bioshock. Gotcha. It's coming to the clouds. All right, I'll do it. Uh, so Take-Two did a news release saying that um, they announced a the founding of Cloud Chamber, which is a new wholly owned game studio. Um, they're going to be responsible for continuing the Bioshock franchise. Um they list that they have some um, veterans from Bioshock 1, 2, and Infinite in there. Um, and then they just go down and uh, who the lead of the studio, uh, studio, studio is going to be. Mm-hmm. Kelly Gilmore, uh, which she's a 22-year veteran. And uh, they don't have really have much other than they're... They ju- they're it's, according to this, they said they just started. And I know uh, Jason Schreier, he released something saying that they... Uh, there was a follow-up from, from Jason Schreier. He said that they've actually started that game before, and they're just rebooting it now. So they've done yeah. it several times throughout the year. So He says what 2K didn't say is that the project has already been in the works since at least 2015, although mm-hmm. it's been rebooted since then. They they're, just made the announcement since it's been rebooted. That's the only difference. Loosely yeah. calling it uh, Bioshock 4. Um, certain Affinity, it looks like, is part of the big uh, studio push behind it. And they've like they're one of those studios that like helps out with stuff like maps for Call of Duty and multiplayer modes for certain things. It almost seems like remember when they gave I think Bioshock Two had like five or six different two K developers involved in it. Like somebody was doing this part, somebody yeah, was doing multiplayer. Two K Marin, like two yeah. K Australia and all that. Yeah. Two yeah. K Boston. What do we want from a Bioshock game that doesn't have? Because um, I'm assuming. What's his name? Ken Levine is not associated with it. Uh, no. Yeah, I think there would have been a. 
been showing him off if he was. He's yeah, still, he's still got his independent studio with um, 2K. He's still working on something that he hasn't announced yet for like the last three or four years. So is that template already out there? Like, is there something that is there something that can be done with that Bioshock universe without its main creator, without its driving force? I think so. I mean, I mean it's not. I would say Bioshock's a little bit deeper than say a Mario. Like. When Miyamoto's no longer here, we won't have that spark at Nintendo, but Mario will probably be in good hands at that point. And I would hope so. Yeah, right, but it, it, and I'm sure he's not involved now as he was in the past also. But oh, no, yeah, he's just he's just guy that works there now. He, fellow. Yeah, there. But there's more to a Bioshock-type game than there's a, a Mario, per se. He's like, he's not like a shoe where he just comes in and plays games and usually gives his uh, opinion on stuff. So... And it seems like they accelerated Shuhei's role in that. Like, he was already kind of doing that, and that's what he's doing with indies now. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they kind of switched everybody around in the PlayStation area. Mm-hmm. All right, new Bioshock. Set us several years off. So look forward to that in the future. My bad, Michael. I didn't mean to leave you with MLB the show. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I know that's not your uh, forte. It is not. <laughs> you can spin us off. So yeah. the stupid baseball, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who's the guy in the picture? Do you know the guy in the picture? Uh, that is a uh, swinging hitter. Oh, I love it. It's better than Bryce Harper. It yeah. is much better. I will now refer to him as that whenever I see him. Swinging hitter. Yeah. Swinging hitter. Did they get anybody in a free agency? They got one guy, right? They got Zach Wheeler from the Mets. Yeah. Oh no, not that guy. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> so uh, this is from Polygon. Sony's MLB the show baseball game is going multi-platform. So uh, Sony Entertainment. Um, uh, and Major League Baseball are extending their long-term deal to continue developing MLB The Show. Um, but there's one very important twist to the deal now. MLB The Show will no longer be a PlayStation exclusive series coming uh, to other yet unconfirmed console platforms. And uh, there's a couple tweets down here from Xbox. Uh, no more Wave Games is their thing. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo, uh, very excited news to, uh, about the future MLB The Show. So... And looks they, like yeah, they tweeted the uh, little baseball emoji. So it looks like oh yeah, that's important. Um, this is crazy because you didn't man. know what MLB was for, which I I even knew that like uh, Major League Basketball. So. <laughs> there we go. Good job, Michael. Yeah. Nice mm-hmm. save. Nailed it. So yeah, uh, looks like you'll get to hit balls with a stick on other platforms. Other platforms. Yeah. This is freaking huge. This now, is the first party Sony studio developing games for other platforms. Give it back to EA so we can get the big three, and then I'm, I'm in. I think that's, oh, what, that's, what I think that's why Sony ended up doing third party, because they didn't want to mm-hmm. worry about quality from some other studio. MLB came at them with money. Yeah. They had to. Because MLB, there hasn't been a baseball game on, I don't think there's been a 2K for Xbox One. They stopped doing those in the 360 They era. kept doing those one-year deals. Wasn't it like RBI? It didn't sell. Wasn't that a thing? RBI was made by MLB. That's internal. Yeah. yeah. So there was no, there was, who had the third party license? No, there was no third party license. Mm-hmm. Sony had the first party license, and then MLB retained the rights to make whatever they wanted to, mm-hmm. and they only did that in the past couple of years with that RBI series, which was crap. Mm-hmm. So Switch and Xbox gamers have not had a good baseball sim for years. Can we just get the people that made Sega Soccer Slam to make all the sports games and make them just like that? Arcade style. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> there's a baseball, there's like a baseball blitz, the Slugfest series. Did you play any of those? Uh, no. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, with stuff with, like, their bats would, like, be on fire when they're able to swing. Yeah. This yeah. was, uh, I've got uh, several Xbox coworkers that were, like, huge on this. They just haven't jumped on a PlayStation by this point. And, gotcha. And I don't think this is for next year's game, because that is coming out in about three months. I think this, this will be, be for, for next 2021. Yeah. yeah. 
So this will definitely be launching on PS5. And then we'll get the Legacy Edition. Or, well, it won't be called Legacy Edition because that's what EA does. But we'll get the like downgraded version for Switch. It could be something like that because, well, I don't know if they're going to do it for other platforms. But they supported like um, Sony, what is it, Sony Interactive Entertainment. The San Diego studio specifically that's going to be making these. Um, they supported like PSP for a while. They mm. supported Vita well into that. Um, they were PS3, PS4 releases for a long time. Well, I, I think even though it's more effort, it's behoove of you to make the Switch version just because you know it's going to make money. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And you have the best baseball sim there is. And it, I mean, it, this is Sony literally putting their flagship baseball sim, a first-party title, on other consoles. It's, it's just wild. It's like, it's like you said, they came up with that and when they renegotiated the contract and they... It was part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So it's either Sony did that or they went to somebody else. Because this is not a typical Sony type move. So. Nope. And Sony is like, well, we rather, we produced a better baseball game. We rather just handle it. And yeah. Just and they did. Themselves. They yeah. did. They did bet on themselves. Because your problem is you lose that license to somebody else and you don't know how the quality is going to be. You lose all those people who buy PlayStations for that. So Yep. That they, too. They rather don't lose that audience. You don't want to sacrifice the fan base you already have built up. Mm hmm. Because it's, it's already synonymous with PlayStation is one of those things. So. I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll get some uh, exclusive bullshit. You know how that is. Yeah. Swinging I mean, Hitter is exclusive to the PlayStation version? <laughs> yes. It's, 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 it's already happening. I mean, you see with Final Fantasy VII Remake, they put the exclusivity on there. And they, this is what they announced what their plans for next gen was. And then you saw Godfall is going to be exclusive to the PS5 for a certain amount of time. So. Oh, it's a time exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's time exclusive for PS5 and uh, Epic Game Store, believe it or not. Epic Game Store. It. I did yeah. see that for Epic Game Store. you called it the Epic Game Store? Nope. Epic. The Epic so, Game Store, as, a, as opposed to Steam, yeah. ruining the Steam Store. So right now there's a Sony f- internal first-party studio with Xbox dev kits. Yep. They're I, developing a flagship first-party Sony Stranger things have happened. And I imagine, game for I'm, Xbox consoles. And I imagine it'll be published by uh, Santa Monica and San Diego. It's yeah. part of what's going to be on there, on the box. Or do you think they reached some kind of publishing deal with uh, MLB, like some kind of MLB banner? I don't know. They have issues publishing on multi-platform. I mean, all their games are on PC go through somebody else. I mean, that whole uh, Quantum Dream games are gone through Epic. Epic published single... Well, they're the owner of the store, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Sony owns those games, so... But they don't they don't self-publish it on PC. What are the first-party games that come to PC outside of the Epic Game Store? Um, stuff that they handle that, that that's theirs that they don't mm-hmm. handle, that they gave to other people. Um, Death Stranding's one of them. They own all the copyrights to that. Who's um, going to end up publishing that? 505 Games. That's right. Um, Quantic Dreams Games did. Uh, I think they Quantic Dream actually set myself publish those. And then you had the that game company games, like Flower and Journey. Mm-hmm. All those were published on PC as well. That was a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Like, that's not even like recent news. So, All right, Xbox and Switch fans, get ready to look forward to MLB The Show two seasons from now. Speaking of Sony, this comes from Dual Shockers. Here are the best PS4 announcements from Sony's State of Play. We had a State one. of Play show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, we had a State of Play. It was the last Tuesday, 9 a.m. Respectable mm-hmm. time, finally. It was nice. Yeah. I was they, watching my breakfast, as Michael pointed out. Yep. Um, so we finally got the announcement that Untitled Goose Game was coming to PS4 on December 17th. I know Xbox came out and said it was coming on their Game Pass as well. Oh, it's a Game Pass game? Yep, that's coming Excellent. out at the same time. Excellent. Uh, they went through and they announced uh, Spellbreak, uh, which is a new Magical Battle Royale game, which comes spring 2020 as a closed beta. Um, I'm, I'm assuming That looked the, awesome. I'm assuming the Founders Pack, I think it's going to be like, a, it's one of those ones that's first on PlayStation and eventually everything else afterwards. Spellbreak. This was like a bunch of jumping around and magic systems and... Yeah, it was like a, like a, yeah, like magic entered into uh, PUBG. Yeah. 
It's like I had a fever dream. Fantasy. About PUBG. <laughs> all your all your role playing games mm. crossed over to PUBG as a fever dream. That's what Spellbreak is. I've had a lot of fever dreams lately with my sickness. So. Back of the box quote. Yeah. <laughs> Closed beta spring twenty twenty. I'd like to try that out at least. All right, so and then we have uh, Dreams. It's leaving Early Access. I'd already left Early Access. I think they took it off the game store where you can buy it for $39 mm-hmm. um, last week, and it comes out February 14th. I didn't. I was confused about all that because it seems like the MSRP is still 40 bucks. Like they had said, if you get the Early Access one, you get a cheaper price, but it seems like it's 40 across the board, right? I think you can get it for 40 now. Oh, I'm a shambles because DualShockers is trying to tell me I want a gift card from Amazon. I just got to hit this oh, no. Not thing again. on there. Not another gift card from Amazon. Yeah. Stupid spam site. All right. Um, oh, yeah. All this is from, uh, my apologies, it's from Dual Shockers. Uh, it doesn't have a name, I guess. There was a there was a writer. I don't see it on there. Oh, yeah. There's Thomas Thomas Frenzy. All right. Um, then we went on to uh, Super Liminal. Which this is one of those. Cool. Uh, this looked cool as hell. One of those uh, things that, you know, plays tricks on your eyes. I forgot the name of it. It is. But I, 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 it looks good. The, the character in one of the clips, they had them walking down a hallway, and like as they looked into a door, there was like random stuff in each one of the doors, like all kind of crazy stuff going on. Yeah, it's one of those ones. I thought it looked like perception-based stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, was that a VR game or just regular PS4? I think it's just regular. Um, this one came on Epic Game Store a couple months ago. So okay, yeah. Uh, and then this one was Paper Beast from the guy who created Another World, and From Dust, uh, which I'm not sure what's going on with this one. This one was the VR one. The one where you're like interacting with like these paper mon- uh paper beasts, paper I don't dog this, things. I don't remember this clip. I must have had to do something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just showed them like trying to clean. You're just interacting with them, like they were helping them climb up hills. Mm-hmm. Out there. I'm not sure what what that pertains to or whatnot. Uh, then they did the remind trailer for Kingdom Hearts three, which had already previously leaked early. Um, what is remind? Don't know. I didn't watch because I haven't played Kingdom Hearts three. So DLC. I think it's a continuation of the game. Okay. Uh, notice everybody on, online was pitching about it because it's twenty nine dollars, and the next Whoa. question was like, "How much more stuff are we adding?" Because they were like, "How long is this thing?" That's the next question. I mean, if I get eight hours of content out of it, I'll be happy. Kingdom Hearts so, Three Remind DLC trailer coming this December. New photo mode and premium menu mm-hmm. for self imposed challenges. <laughs> premium, premium menu. menu. That's the selling point. Mm-hmm. That's not good. When you're tired of the dollar menu, you can switch over to the Kingdom Hearts Three Premium menu. Yep, so I think it comes on PS4 January 23rd and a month later on Xbox. Kingdom Hearts is like January month, it seems like. Mm-hmm. It's like when they roll out their stuff. I mean, I'll definitely play it. I played all the way through Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'll play this. So Then we went into uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, which comes out April 2020. Um, that was their multiplayer game they announced a couple months back. So I'd like, I'd like to try this out if there's a beta or something and just see what it's all about. Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. I don't know if I... It's 39. I don't know if I'll... I don't play multiplayer games like that, so mm, yeah. that's why I would just want to try the beta. We'll see. If there was a single player bit, I would play it. Was it you and I playing the Predator mode on Ghost Recon one time? Uh, we were trying to hunt him down. I don't know if it was you and I. I know me and Sydney tried to play it several times. We were no, it was just me and Sydney. We were trying to. I've played Eli. it with. I think I've played it with you because no, I, I haven't, haven't played Ghost Recon we were, with anybody else. We, we we played Splinter Cell. We were trying to get you on because me and Sydney could not beat the Predator. You couldn't take down the Predator. No, he would kick our ass every time. <laughs> You need at least three people to to watch each other's back. Does someone play as the predator in this? Is this mm-hmm. one of the asynchronous? Okay, it's like yeah. Friday Friday the Thirteenth and that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is purely like a, if you're looking for something different in a multi multiplayer experience, and yeah, it's one of those type of games. Gotcha. No, don't know if it'd be for anybody else. Um, next up was a uh, Babylon's Fall, which was uh, made by Platinum Games, published by Square Enix. Uh, 
It looked a lot like a near game. Mm-hmm. This looked good to me. Yeah, I thought it looked great too. Uh, no, they announced I, this a while ago, right? Year and a half showing it off. Yeah. And now they just showed some gameplay. I think they announced it early, and they said there will more information to come this summer. So I imagine we'll probably see it this fall, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Platinum Games. Then we had the the thing that's been leaking like crazy, which was uh, the Resident Evil Three was being remade. And it comes bundled with Project Resistance, which was their multiplayer game they announced first, which was also an asynchronous game. We knew Resident Evil 3 was coming. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting to me that you get both games in one. Because yes. I don't think they could have sold this Project Resistance on its own. They've tried to do the multiplayer Resident Evil thing, and it's, oh, never, people, it's never really taken you're off. You're right. People were pissed. They're like, I don't want this. Yeah. Yeah. But including it with this game? Yeah, that was a smart move. Genius. Now it will get now it will get a shot and it'll get an audience because they did so great with Resident Evil Two. I didn't list the article, but somebody did come out an article. And I don't remember the name of the company, but this company that made Resident Evil Three, this mm-hmm. game was in development a year before, and it was being made by the guy who created Platinum Games. He came back to Capcom. They gave him an independent studio, and he has Platinum Games people and Capcom people in there. Interesting. Working on the Resistance one or uh, Resident, Resident Evil Three? They were doing this in secret, so they did it right when they were uh, finishing up Resident Evil Two. Wow. That's why uh, they like to turn it around. I think it was like M Games or something like that. And it's, made, and it's like the studio headed by the old uh, Platinum Games uh, CEO. I read some article about it because I think when they saw the logo at the end of it, at the bottom, they were trying to figure out who this game company was and nobody's ever heard of them. So somebody did the research. That's a Platinum Game co-creator. So he's got like background in Capcom and Clover and all those studios. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can look at it real quick. But uh, as we go through it, they, and then they did a, a message from Ken Kutaragi. On the anniversary of the PlayStation, which was cool. That was very cool. When he, all right, when he came up, what was y'all's guts? Did y'all have any gut reaction, or you're just watching it? Or I was like, oh god, they're gonna ruin this because you know usually Nintendo's a lot better doing legacy when they bring back their people and speaking on it. And that's like you know everybody else when they do it always seems to be awkward and yeah. up there. But he seemed to do a fine job. He was, with it, yeah. he was great. I wanted some sort of PlayStation, you know, vintage retro, just some sort of callback or collection or like I thought Kuduragi would have an announcement accompanying his speech but it was just kind of a congratulatory back padding type deal right um and then after that they did like a small brief preview for um ghost of tsushima which they said that we'll get more we will get more in in the video games award which we did so it was just a small small clip there was a longer trailer that was just a teaser on the state of play i'm uh ghost Correct me if I'm wrong. Was this not Ghosts of Tsushima for a while? Was it plural? Now it's Ghosts of Tsushima. I don't know. They announced it so early. Yeah. It, yeah. It I could have gone either way. I couldn't say. This game is crossing over, and I think we're going to go over it in the Game Awards. Like, we got a date for it finally. But this is crossing over into, I've seen it too many times. Like, let's just go ahead. Yeah. Let's get going. Well, that sort of deal. I haven't actually seen it being played, which is the annoying thing. That's what you were so, saying. No, well, that, that's what I was we'll saying. Get, we'll get to it later, but I noticed when we saw the Video Game Awards trailer, I got some vibes that this was like the old school Assassin's Creed type stuff. Nice. Like, yeah. there was oh, someone who's jumping yeah, on people with a sword and I'm, I'm like, uh, this is very Assassin's Creed-ish. <laughs> so, that's just me personally. Which, I, you know, I'm, I'm down for, so I'm not. it's not a judgment thing. So, Alright, that was Sony State of Play, right? We're good on that. Yeah, I'm trying to find the development studio That here. studio name? Throw, throw them some props. I'll take the next one because I got skipped on that last one. Oh, here we go. On, the game, ha- the the game has it, had development assistance from M2, M-2 spelled out, founded by former Platinum Game CEO Tatsue Minami. It was created using the RE engine. Yeah. That's not confusing. There's an AM2. No, M dash and then spell out 2. That works. Yep. That oh, makes, that's, that's much a better. difference. Yep. Yeah, like the Mew dash two. and spell out 2. It's like Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there was also a Nintendo Indie World Showcase, and that was, what, two days later? On December 10th? Mm-hmm. That was 20 minutes long. I did not catch this. I didn't watch this in real time. Did anybody else catch this? Um, watched, like, the first four minutes, and then I realized I was tired, and I took a nap. <laughs> and then I woke up and looked at the, the news thing where it just kind of rebriefed it. So I know you were asleep for the Game Awards, so Michael and I were texting back and forth through most of the Game Awards. Um, during the Nintendo Indie World Showcase, they showed off, uh, this comes from Twinfinite.net, um, they showed off Sports Story, they announced that, the follow-up to Golf Story. I actually chose this one, because I think they actually showed everything in order. This was in order of the show? Yeah. Yeah, Sports Story was the first thing. Unlike our Chris Kohler episodes. Oh, like, whatever. Whatever I feel like (laughs) mode. Sports Story will have tennis, dungeons, enemies, treasure, and a bunch of other things to mess around with in this pixelated RPG that launches middle of 2020 for Nintendo Switch. Streets of Rage 4, the popular beat-em-up series, is headed to Nintendo Switch in the first half of 2020. Anybody excited for Streets of Rage? Big Streets of Rage fans? Oh yeah, hell yeah. That's a day one for me. Always down. Gleamlight is a brand new indie title that tells a quiet and mysterious story in a world with an art style that's reminiscent of stained glass windows. The 2D platform action adventure will be available in early 2020 for the Switch. So it looks like they're doing another one of their six-month preview type deals. This is all stuff that will probably be out before E3. We shall see. Bacon Switch. This cooperative party baking title reminds us of Overcooked, and it's coming to the Switch in 2020. Super Mash. In the indie title Super Mash, you can mash together different genres of gaming to create a totally unique gaming experience. You can make a turn-based dungeon crawler, a side-scrolling platformer, or even a shoot 'em up like Galaga. That one looks pretty cool. Yeah, I gave you that one. Yeah. I mean, they were showing some like a weird mashup with RPGs, which is like Final Fantasy VII-esque, uh, turn-based, and all that stuff. That that actually looks pretty interesting. Their tagline says, "Let the game decide." Yeah. That's May 2020. Uh, one of Mrs. Bergman's favorite titles, The Talos Principle, a first-person puzzler, puzzler exploration indie title. It looked good from the previous on there. It looks uh, competent to the. Other console. That was always a good looking game. Yeah. I was like, if it runs well on Switch, that'll be sharp it, on that screen. It looked good. Yeah. Uh, that was one of their surprise releases. Like, hey, it's out now. Next up was Sailforth. Sailforth has you controlling a sailboat through procedurally generated oceans, partaking in gnarly naval battles, and exploring the wide, wide ocean. That is set to release early 2024 Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. Dauntless. This has been out on other platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Has anybody yeah. tried this? I have. What do you think? It's Monster Hunter, but not as good. There we go. Phoenix Labs announced that its free-to-play multiplayer action RPG will be released on the Nintendo Switch eShop later today. That's a free one, right? Like a free-to-start, maybe? Freemium? Correct. Murder by Numbers comes from Mediatonic. The game throws you into 90s Hollywood as you solve puzzles and uncover the secrets of a dark conspiracy. If the art style looks familiar to you, then you should know that the character design was done by Hato Moa, the same person who worked on the indie dating simulator Hatoful Boyfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. The bird game. The bird game where you date pigeons. No, this one I'm all about because this one is uh, the music section being done by the same person who did the music for Phoenix Wright games Ooh. in Japan. Yeah. Excellent. I'm like, it's it's a visual novel type of thing. Visual novel yeah. with uh, Phoenix Wright music. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, this is a podcast favorite I know, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, mm-hmm. which has made its way to everything at this point. Apparently. Yeah, I have it on everything and I'll buy it again. <laughs> You'll get it again. Uh, it'll be making its way to Switch in January of 2020. Definitely don't sleep on that one if you don't have it on the other 50 various platforms. Mm-hmm. You can pre-purchase it now. I think you get a discount, too. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. How much is it? should be like 20-ish at this point. 29 point. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I think you get like a 10% discount. It's like 26 It's not bad. All right. That is a very, a very, very good game. You can play it just about any way you want to. 
I love the varied uh, ammo types that you get. Well, and this one's going to have rotors and animals, yeah. You have gyro yep. controls in this one, so I'm all about the gyro controls for the Switch Especially series. for shooting and aiming. Mm-hmm. I oh. lived on it in Zelda. All about the Euros. What's next? <laughs> all about the Euros. Next up is Skatebird. Skatebird puts you in the shoes of an adorable little skateboarding board while you pull off some bird. <laughs> Should be bird there. Skateboarding bird while you pull off some sweet moves in your own personal miniature skate park. You That's the one with the birds with the little tiny hats, yeah. This is this is a cool, I like this art yeah. style. This is not just Switch, so I think it's been out on PC for a while. Yeah, I've seen this on other places. Yeah, but it's coming to Switch in late 2020. How many more do we have? I don't read all of this. Um, we're almost Just a done. few more. Uh, yeah. Liberated. You like three from that. Which is a side-scrolling cyberpunk stealth action game. <laughs> Checking all the uh, marks there. Boyfriend Dungeon which is a charming top-down dungeon crawler dating sim that lets you date your weapons. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. The Survivalist Team 17 unveiled its new game during the Indie Showcase, and it's a survival light sandbox game called The Survivalist. It's headed to Switch sometime in 2020. So all early 2020 dates on this. And then I think the biggest news clearly was uh, Michael brought this into the universe by playing the first yeah, one. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Shit. You made this happen. The no podcast magic strikes again. Axiom Verge 2. Thomas Happ revealed there's a sequel in the works for the cult Metroidvania indie hit. Axiom Verge, the sequel, is headed to the Switch in the fall of 2020. All right, so real quick, I'm just going to mention Xenoblade Chronicles X, so there you go. Maybe something will happen next week. You so, keep bringing that one up, so it's going to eventually happen? Yeah, it's got to happen. I'm just going to bring it up every episode. I did watch... Say it randomly. Yeah, I, I did watch a, the trailer for I read this. an article on it, and he, he said he started it, what, three years ago? So, so he's like been right when he finished the first one. He's been on it for a while, yeah. then. Axiom Verge is another game that's coming to just about every platform. Mm-hmm. Wii U, Vita. Mm-hmm. So Axiom Verge 2 is going to come to the Wii U? Is that what we're... Hopefully. Yeah, I'm hey. down. That's this the version like I'll a, get. <laughs> I like the way this one looks. It has like a whole new art style, and it looks like a new protagonist and everything. A lot of outdoor areas. It's a lot brighter than the first one. That too. <laughs> looks cool. Good luck. Best of luck to Thomas Happ on yeah. uh, Axiom Verge Very Ghost. exciting. Here's a presentation I did watch all the way through. Yes, begrudgingly almost. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know, the Keeleys, I always look forward to the Keeleys. He does yeah. a great job. Yeah, he does, he does a good job. And it has leaned way more into announcements and trailers yeah, versus the, the game awards. advertisements, I think someone called it. <laughs> the game advertisements, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. And then the thing that everybody worried about well, didn't happen where everybody was pitching that. Death Stranding was going to win everything. Remember this that? True. And all those people who complained about that were quiet afterwards. I mean, we, so, we, <laughs> I didn't hear anybody. Nobody in there apologized or nothing. They're just like... We were talking about that when they were getting ready to do it. Oh, I was, I was like, even, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. So, I mean, the, I think the people who won won, so... That needed to win. The only one was confusing for a lot of people was Sekiro, but not yeah, a lot of people. That, that was more. even confusing for me as much as I like that game. Game of the Year is always going to be subjective, though. So that's nah, just like subjective to anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just not like more so than any other game on that list. I think that's definitely not a game for everybody. These awards it, are it, just it won Action in Game of the Year. It won both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, Devil May Cry won Action, or it won it another was one. It, it, it won another. Big, it won yeah. something else. Yeah, RPG was it RPG? Yep. It better not. It was RPG. You know that. RPG might have been me? RPG might have been Disco Elysium because I think they announced no, that. It is. I was just playing with you guys. It is Disco Elysium. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Hold on now. All right, where do we want to start with the game awards? Well, you got the uh, you got this twelve big announcements. So let's start on this list. This let's is go with from that. The Verge. It starts with I would say probably the biggest. The news. probably the biggest announcement. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft un- unveils Xbox Series X, which I'm just gonna get ahead of this right now. I think this is a dumb title, and I think the thing. You're not dumb. a fan. No. 
Okay, so for context, this is this is this is Wii U level of confusion. For, for context, what is the Xbox Series X? Before we continue, okay. I did win Action Adventure. Action Adventure game. Yeah. All right, that's fine. What did it, Devil May Cry get? I think action. it's straight action. Straight. <laughs> Winner of the straight action category. Yeah, well, it is. It is like an action game. Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, thanks, Kate. Disco Disco Asylum won role playing and independent game. Disco Elysium is Elysium. a PC title. Is I think it, it won like I think it won like four things. It was it was the biggest it's a winner. sleeper hit all of a sudden. Yeah, I've never played it. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of like the Oberdin of a couple. Then years all the ago. controversy with communism came in. So when what? All the controversy with communism came in regarding the storyline of the Disco game. Disco Elysium. Okay. I mean, she gave a shout out to Karl Marx and their thank you speech. Read the I do mani- read the manifesto. That. I do remember that. I just remember that wacky ass <laughs> guy on the right that always came up, who's dressed like he. Uh, crazy they were both that's a foreign studio is what i yeah. gathered from that uh yeah i would gather that from yes. the way they were speaking exactly. you, know, you know how politics in our country is a lot of people do not take kindly to that uh, shout out to Karl marx i'll just hey, like okay read a book educate yourself decide <laughs> yeah. on your own hey if you don't you don't want it then don't play it let's go back to the xbox series x what is that so xbox x yeah let's see the uh, previously known as Project Scarlet. This is the Xbox Series X and is launching next holiday. It is a uh, it has a brand new controller. This is essentially what is the next Xbox. And it is their out. new console. This is Project Scarlet. Correct. We've seen it. So, and they showed it off vertically, even though they confirmed that you can lay it down horizontally, which is good because it's not going to fit vertically where I would put it. <laughs> Most people don't have um, vertical friendly yeah entertainment entertainment systems. So. <laughs> the controller is mildly different. Um, it looks more like one of those PDP controllers, except for the D pad looks a lot better. So the D-pad was like a hybrid of some kind. Yeah. And Microsoft has never had a good D-pad, in my opinion. And it has a dedicated share button. Dedicated share button, which oh. everybody has at this point. Yeah. yeah, their D-pad looks actually damn good. I'm, I'm, I think they might have been like, okay, we're going to get this right. It this looks time. closer to the Elite controller. And it does work on Xbox Ones also. So we'll be able to... Yeah, they're, they're cross- vice versa, yeah, your mm-hmm. old systems. And it's completely backwards capable as far as hardware. So yeah, um, they showed off Hellblade... Uh, sequel Hellblade 2 what was the title Asuna Saga there you go I need to play that game that's all it's only like 8 I need hours to, I, I need to get through it, it. Yeah, I need to get is through it is it still on Game Pass I'm starting to get yeah. scared about games mm-hmm. coming off Game well, Pass well it's, it's, it's like published, published by them so it's always going to be on Game it's Pass true. at this point So alright let's let's go back let's rewind a little bit let's go back to Xbox Series X you don't like the name I think the name is, is fine for, mm-hmm. for me but I think it's a confusion thing for the average consumer okay. and they needed to to make it a little bit more different. Um, I, I disagree 100% because everything Microsoft does is always is always something serious, something. This fits the whole Microsoft name convention. When they did their phones, their PCs, their services is always a serious So as thing. a plot, you see it as coming from a platform basis mm-hmm. across the Microsoft ecosystem. But if they have Correct. an Xbox One X and an Xbox Series X and you ask like Joe Blow off the street what the difference is, are they going to know? They'll they'll know. It's the same thing with iPhone seven and iPhone eight. I think so. you're too disconnected from the from retail. Because I, I got <laughs> a, I, I got a good I got a good sneaking suspicion that this uh, uh, Lockhart one's gonna be Xbox Series S. So. Series S, yep. right? And, and you Sticking know, with their convention, yeah. yeah. I could see that happening too. Pixel's I, been doing that for a while. iPhone's been doing that for a while. That's that's the thing. A lot of people are gonna be looking at iPhone Galaxy. They're like, all right, people are not dumb. They're gonna know. This yeah. is the name convention. This is a new one. Yeah. So. And it, I mean, it's next generation, but they're almost like easing it into, hey, you're, we're still going to have one S, we're still going to have one X, we'll just have Series X also. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with their games. I'm super proud of them. This is what I want to begin with. Just call it Xbox. Yeah. And then put yeah. It basically is. It. it basically yeah. is Xbox. It's Xbox yeah. and then Series. Yeah. That's it. 
you get a different series. It's a different model. Yep. The, when the next iteration comes out, we'll be getting an Xbox Series Z or whatever they come yep. up with, whatever it's going to be. XS. This, XR. This is brilliant. <laughs> In my opinion, this is brilliant. XP. I, Michael is coming from the retail background, so he does realize what grandmas and all that are going to be coming up to the register with. Do you think that's why they made the vertical? Like, I know that's going to be on their box. And may, maybe that's why they differentiated the, it's going to be the, in their the look of it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm not a fan of design, but nothing's inherently broken with it or anything. Right. So, I mean, it's it's fine. It's just a little, it's very basic. I should have written down who said it, but somebody uh, pointed out on Twitter, it fits the two main needs they need from a console design. Like, they're not really worried about what it looks like. It looks, yeah, as long as it's presentable. I mean, it's they fine. Need, they want to know where the power button is. They hey. want to know where the disc <laughs> eject slot is, or the disc slot is, and they want to know where the eject button is. And it fits all three it is of those criteria. It fits all three of those criteria. I think Phil said it on there. He said, it, I mean, it was just supposed to, it's designed to just fit into your entertainment system. They're, yeah. they're moving away from the part where they're doing these unique, design, unique designs to try to make it stand out. It's just yeah. supposed to just fit with the rest of your electronics. In I there. love the way it looks. Yeah. It's I supposed think to it looks be quiet really and cool, nice. too. Just now, like I did see some funny stuff on there where some people were using the little uh, dip in the top and just a cigarette ashtray. That's funny. Uh, there was another one. Someone had it on the table and they had yeah, the yeah. development kit for the PlayStation 5 yeah, on I saw it. That's yeah. good. They were using it as a stand. Yeah. It's like the PS2 being a Dreamcast stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a lot of uh, good photoshops with it uh, being a refrigerator. Like they put it into they yeah. put it straight into <laughs> it the kitchen. Exactly. Like with the, the door lights. looking like that. Yeah. Uh, that the Hellblade two looked amazing, and that yeah, was and that's all supposedly in engine. So yeah, it that's gorgeous. Uh, that's it was very impressive. So I uh, I'm excited. I did, I just hope they don't shoot themselves. In the we front. knew but we'll see we'll see what happens. I think we knew a Hellblade two was coming. I didn't think it would be this quick. I didn't know. A but after was the well, well, the way the way they ended the first one, it's surprising to me they came out with a second one. I'm really kind of confused on how they're going to do like a whole series. So it seems this. like it could be its own standalone it was, story. It's similar to me, like it was when I played it. Was like a, the Last of Us. It just could have been its own complete. Wow. I thought it, thing I, I thought it was going to be a standalone, even though I haven't yeah. finished it. I could have swore it was going to be. Its own I haven't thing, played so. the game at all, but so. I, I remember watching a bunch of like development videos and the awards that they won, mm. like at the Game Awards, where you'd see the. The young lady with the mocap suit and all that kind of stuff. Like, they invested so much in the tech and the, the video stuff that it seemed like that they would want to dip back into that universe. I mean, the investment was there. I just imagine it would be a different game. So, But, I mean, the way they ended the first one, I thought that was just one complete story. We'll see what happens. I think that's why the naming convention is weird because they switched it from uh, uh, Sasuna Saga to Hellblade 2 instead of just doing Hellblade in the beginning. So I see what you mean. It's so like I, they flipped it. When I looked up how long it was to play, it said it was like five to eight hours. I know it's, it's not, not a long, long game. I just need to get through it. But everybody said it was hard to play. And that's what I encountered with Last of Us. Like, it was uncomfortable. Like, you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. You almost didn't want to keep going with the saga. I don't know. I don't know how I'll be with I only played about an hour of it, and then I was just like, yeah, I'll get back to this. Okay. I think I, rem- I, think I remember you bringing it up on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I did. What's next, Michael? Uh, Bravely Default 2 is coming, which I... I pegged that earlier. I was like, "This looks like a Bravely Default game." I thought it was going to be three because I don't, I don't know what's what's the deal with this. Anyone got exactly? Uh, what does Bravely Second fit in there? It doesn't. This one is a completely different story with a different group of people. Okay, that so, makes sense. That so is Bravely funny. Second the? Does it have the same group of people in it then? I thought I it was. I thought it was totally different altogether. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it, I've played both, but it's been a while, and I thought they were completely different things. So we're behind on our bravely. Lord. Yeah, we are a little bit behind, but hey, that's I'm cool. glad to see the series continue. Yeah. I know it got a lot of fans. And Nintendo threw uh, Game Awards a bone. They could have just thrown Four Warriors of Light, and I would have been fine with it too. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it keeps that 3ds chibi sort of character art style, which uh, I'm mixed on. I like, but I'm not you know the biggest fan of it. So uh, PlayStation Five had its first uh, reveal. We talked about this a little earlier. This was Godfall. 
This is the PS5's Dark Sector. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is what the... Good job. A lot of people were judging this on Twitter. They're like, this is what I always needed. I was, I was wondering I was going to get my loot and 100 hours of gaming games from... It's like, don't put the shit on the PlayStation. <laughs> like, some people on there is like, we're not impressed by this game. So it's a third-person looter slasher yeah. focused on melee combat. So, uh, maybe... With me just discovering, like, Diablo and Bowder's Gate and stuff, this is exactly what I've So maybe want. this is like Warframe without the guns, because Warframe is very, very, very heavy on the, um, you know, actually, like, physical combat. So That's exactly what I want. Yeah. I will pick this up as a launch time. The studio, behind, yeah. the studio behind PUBG announces something... Oh, prologue. Prologue. Yeah, it was just a little trailer, some yeah, woods next and stuff. Yeah, the next release team behind PUBG is a big I mean, mystery. Unknown player is a big dude, so it's a big name. We knew a couple... Just, we gotta knew, throw his name out there and just show he's making something people get excited. It's huge. We knew several months ago that, that uh, Brendan Green was doing a single-player experience with something. I think that yeah. I think that was an E3 announcement, mm -hmm. maybe. Well, but, yeah, because um, remember he said he was moving away from the PUBG team, remember? He said yeah. he wasn't helping them anymore. Like, Epic mainly picked up the... No, it wasn't Epic Games. It was... Um, was it Blue? Blue Hole. Not Blue Point. Blue Hole. Blue Hole was mainly just kind of rolling with that outside of Player One. Player Unknown. <laughs> player One better. Player, player One Unknown. I'll play that too. So this is, uh, I'm excited about this because even though we're in Fortnite land, PUBG is still massive almost mm -hmm. everywhere else. We need to play PUBG again. I've never played the PlayStation copy. We need to play the PlayStation one. It's cross, see it's how cross platform. I'll, I'll be on there. So It's true. No, I'm saying I'll play, play I'll play on PS4 yeah. with you. I'm down whenever you want to go, because I think, uh, Duos. did you see that they did the new update on the, the I'm sorry guys, I don't mean to digress and I apologize, Michael, you saw the new, PUBG update is worth it, they, uh, you know, the uh, Verge is pretty good about doing PUBG updates, and they just went on Polygon, so they said that they uh, put something in the, you know, everybody just waits in the center, in the blue hole, uh -huh. for as it closes on there. So they got stuff in there that'll actually kill you for camping in there now. Seriously, they, nice. they got they keep you moving now. Yeah, you can't just sit there and just like well, we used to do and wait it out. Like yeah, we're in the right place and just wait it out. It doesn't work bush. that way. No, they they got some stuff that'll fucking kill you now. What yeah. is it like wolves and stuff? Uh, I didn't read the whole article. Is it live now? I gotta know. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's pulling through live now. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I but think I it needs know. to be like uh, the movie Speed, where if you stop moving, you blow up. <laughs> or uh, uh, remember Hunger Games, like the whole PUBG like inspiration, I guess those things would come out, like the dead spirits of the competitors would get inhabited in those wolf things and come chasing you down mm -hmm. as time went on. All right, we got to queue that up. I have to fucking play this Do game it. again. Right now. No, it's installed. All right, it's the end Whatever of the podcast. Go. Let's go. Yeah. We're done. I think uh, we're League of Legends too. goes indie, so Riot availed the first games to be published under uh, its new Riot Forge label. The goal is to partner with indie studios for new experiences. So this is, uh, I think they announced two. There Ruin, were two titles. Ruin mm -hmm. King and Convergence. Convergence was the one that I was making fun of as it looked like Prince of Persia, or had Prince of Persia elements. Mm -hmm. um, Ruin King. Yeah, Ruin King I don't remember, but I don't actually think they showed anything from it. It's like a fucking Lord of the Rings subtitle. Yeah, it does sound like a Lord of the Rings subtitle. But I, I'm, I'm completely fine with some single player stuff because I really had no interest in League of Legends. As long as it's not that now I do. clicking bullshit and where I'm just constantly clicking in the corner or someone down, then I'm okay. <laughs> League of Legos. When they yeah, started Lazo talking, Holmes, <laughs> Michael and I were texting back and forth during the Game Awards when they started doing all the le the uh, esports. We were stuff. calling it League of Legos. League of Legos. <laughs> Michael's like, um, I'm as confused as Lazo Holmes right now at this point. Like yeah. best esports coach and stuff like that. Yep. Like, hey, there's people out there that want that information. Yep. That Convergence game looks weird. Or, I mean, it looks different. I like that art style, though. On, yep. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima gets a trailer and new release date. This is a much more extended trailer than for what we got at... Um, and it looked fucking amazing. It did look very, oh. very good. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt again, but if you get a chance, uh, somebody put it on Twitter. They said, watch the Japanese version. It's way better. 
Is really? It, the scene, the, everything's voiced in Japanese with subtitles, which we also get Japanese yeah. in our version. I'm, I think that's the way I'm going to play They said the Mongol, the, Mong, the Mongol invaders, okay. they, they don't speak Japanese. Well, that would but, make sense, yeah. But they said it's way better in Japanese. They said it's more yeah. like it feels like a Seven Samurai type of those oh, type of those films. Awesome. Yeah, okay. feels said, authentic. And they apparently they had the better cover art in Japan too, with him holding uh, the cherry blossoms, taking off the mask. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll have a reversible cover screwed. like uh, Judgment. That'd be the dream. Yeah, I feel so like we always get screwed on cover art. Uh, I, I it just seems wa- so simple. I but. wanted to see this game being played, and I'm pretty sure we saw in game gameplay, but. The thing is, is like, is the camera going to be offset like it was in that trailer, or is it going to be a direct behind? I, I'm, I'm still have questions, and I'm, I'm excited for the game, but I still have questions. Imagine. Oh, I thought we got a date. No, it comes summer twenty. Summer, summer twenty. Yeah, we so, got a, we got a generic area launch window. Well, because I think what Last of Us Two comes out in May. I, we, I think this will probably come out after E3. We will probably get the extended plays in E3 that Michael's looking mm. for, which shows the gameplay. Yeah, I just want to see. It'll the probably game. be like July or August type game, maybe. I mean, or it could I'm, be right around E3 in June. I'm pretty sure we saw the game being played so much. It's just weird camera angles and some No cases. HUD, that yeah, sort yeah, of that deal. sort of business. So. Uh, we got a this better is, look at Cloud and Final Fantasy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, Continue. it kind of ties into this, too. This is... I, I might have mentioned this on podcast before. I can't remember. We're on 94 episodes. This is like my favorite Sony. This end of oh, yeah, life yeah, yeah. cycle. Like, this stuff shouldn't be running on this hardware. Yeah, but this they're is, making it work. We've been developing this forever. This is all experimental stuff. You know, this is Sucker Punch. You know them from other things. Here's something else they're doing. Mm-hmm. We got Last of Us. We got God of War 2. We got these great titles at the end of the... I think... was it? Ape Escape. There was a real late PS1 title that was just... Mm-hmm. I mean, this is when Sony is, is most fun to me. Agreed. when we get these late generation, really cool... Definitely agree. ...last minute like titles as they come out. As that, as that hardware has matured and as their first party has really set in on that hardware and can max it out and, and mm-hmm. just really give us some great experience. Give a proper goodbye, basically. Yeah. Uh, Puppeteer, that's what I meant to come yeah. up Puppeteer with. Puppeteer is oh, fantastic. Puppeteer. Yeah. And that was like last year at PS3, I think. So Right as PS4 is coming out. I would love a new Puppeteer, actually. Uh, Japan, that's when I fell in love with Japan Studio. That's when yeah. it was official. I was like, yeah, they yeah. great stuff. Go right, ahead, Michael. Back on, back on. Finishing the, the last year of PS4. I know he's my, um, Michael's trying to fi- finish it. and We keep interrupting. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> oh, let me finish. Then These are can, good bits. Then you can though. discuss. Then you can discuss. So I had a March release. Finish. Square Enix. Oh, wait, here's another PUBG yeah, another update. trailer. I'm gonna shut you up <laughs> with this pair of uh, needle nose pliers <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> we got a new trailer for the uh, much anticipated Final Fantasy VII uh, remake coming to PlayStation 4. The clip isn't especially long, but provides a nice, focused look at our surly hero Cloud. Surly, my, the, <laughs> my main thing I took away from this trailer because it, it was a lot of the same, and I'm 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 cool with that. Yeah. Uh, the music in this thing was fantastic. This soundtrack will be an insta buy because it's oh going to be remixes God. of what we love. So good, so, mm-hmm. so good. So uh, yeah, uh, goosebumps hype mode. I was all about it. So and I, I like the key subtle differences in this game versus the original one too. So yep. I'm kind of interested. in yeah, I, to play uh, play it and experience something new. Her tucking the flower into his sash or his mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Armor holder, zipper, <laughs> armor holder. His his Nomura fest going across his chest, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, sounds of cyberpunk. What is this? I don't remember this. That was like that, that was just showing the soundtrack to uh, cyberpunk. Yeah, which was, they mean, showed off some grinds, run the jewels. It just shows some of the music that'll be okay, back so there. So this is a bathroom break for me. But if you want to talk about it, go ahead. I don't remember that bit. Yeah. Are you talking about Gears? We're talking about Gears. We no, skipped, over, we skipped was, over the music. Oh, we skipped over cyberpunk. We already, okay. skipped, we already skipped over the music. So you yeah. watch that Gears trailer? It looks good. It looks amazing. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. 
they don't mention it on here, but they also said it's supposed to be like a 40-hour campaign. Yeah. Which oh, they put in the fucking trailer. It was in the yeah. trailer. Yeah. It was yeah. one yeah. of their splash yeah. points. And they're like, hey, this is not a typical Gears experience. This this looks like I'm a so perfect marriage of XCOM and Gears, and I'm, I'm down. so down for this This was, a, so was it 10 years from the first one and before, yeah. And it's Kate's brother. That main DS character that's mm-hmm. kind of JD-esque is Kate's brother. Okay. And I like the grizzled old dude in the back that kept showing him off. I'm like, yes. Gears Tactics will be out April 28th. Is it PC only? No. It's Xbox and yeah. PC. I, yeah. they, the Verge called it on PC, so I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean it, it kind of geared, or for PC. no pun intended, yeah. it's geared more toward PC. Click you know they're going to optimize that beast for, uh... see, this looks, I don't know, I'm so disappointed with some moments of 4 and 5 that April yeah. 28th on, on all platforms, yeah. Yep. Yes. And you know, it'll be, on, it'll be on Game Pass too, so. Gears Tactics looks really good. That might have been my surprise game of the show. Yeah, as far good as shit. like that looks really good. This one is my surprise game. This yeah. is your the pick. Re-announcement. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. They reannounced uh, Wolf Among Us uh, two, so this will be the Wolf is still Among Us. Yeah, the Wolf is still Among Us. So Bixby, uh, Bixby. After the tragic closure of Telltale Games, a number of titles were indefinitely shelved, but now the studio is back. Their new form under new management looks like. Some of the council projects were brought back with them. Uh, key among them as Wolf Among Us too. So, uh, I'm, cool. I'm excited for this. You should definitely get around to playing. So that's what I mentioned a couple weeks ago. So good, and man. I downloaded the first episode. I think on oh, an iPad. Yeah, I never on got the Vita. To it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and now it's on Epic Game Store for free. So everybody can get the first. Doesn't matter where you play. It's probably gonna look the same. Us. Just play it. Just, just go, go, go. Just go with it. Go with it. It's not that. E- it's not even that long. It's it's just an enjoyable thing, especially if you play it in the episode format. It'll it'll you'll fly by. Play the episodic. There you go. Methods. I usually do that anyway. Play one episode, you know, at a time. All right, the uh, Game Awards went out with a bang. Did it? Did it really? Or was that more like a fizzle? I would say this was a flop. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like I like that development studio. That game does look rough though. It, it looks, looks mega like rough. Shit, it looks like a PS3 game. It looks like rough. a crap PS3 game. Somebody on Twitter, <laughs> somebody on Twitter said, "Why did they waste all their time bringing back the Fast and the Furious license as a 360 game?" <laughs> I was laughing when they were saying like, "And a lot of Vin Diesel." They were like, a "Fast and yes. the Furious game with a lot of Vin Diesel." So yeah, Fast and Furious gets a heist game. And that's a lot all, of awkward exchanges. That's all I'm saying. Him yeah, that and was the, both of them were hella cringy. Takan. That's the game. I was like, <laughs> "What game?" Takan. We played a lot of the Takan fighting game. Yep. Like, sure you did. Cringe. And uh, so I, I can't quite mimic how he said Sekiro at the end, but it was it was off, uh, too. All right. I'm just we like, know okay. the real reason. Cesar's like, look at the studio that's making it. We know the real reason. It is a heist-themed game. And Which Cesar is all in for heist. For heist yeah. So that's why, that's why he's down for it. Yeah, well, you have fun with that. Uh, I will. <laughs> that was a game Hey, if it turns out great, I'm all in, too. But I just I have my doubts. What do we think of the Kiwis? I already did say it looked rough, so yeah. but I will enjoy. Ragged. It, it looked yeah. I mean, when I watched it, I was like, "This looks rough." It looks like when they're trying to get out with the movie release. Is that their plan? Maybe that's what they're going for. Because I think the movie comes out in May. They were teasing about having seen that trailer for the. I've seen that new hot trailer for the. Oh, she's like, oh man. Oh, did y'all watch the clip in Fortnite? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, it's like nothing really. We didn't put that in the news. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Star Wars bit, right? Yeah, it was, it was like a, a like a small scene from. Uh, I was gonna call it Last Jedi, but I'm uh, still behind on the Star Wars, so I have no context for it. Oh yeah, that's right. You yeah. haven't even. The uh, tiptoe. He's, we saw that trailer. He's like, "Why is the Emperor in this thing?" I'm like, "I don't know either," because this is the first I've heard of it too. We yeah. all have, so you're, oh. we're in the same boat. Everybody's in the dark. Yeah. yeah, 
this is something that just started with this movie. So. Are seven and eight on Disney Plus? Can I watch them on that? Uh, uh, eight comes out. out now this month. Yeah, yeah this month. Eight's on there. All right, so yep. I can I can watch those. You need, you need those to. I've been, I've been slowly watching all of them. Actually, I'm up to Empire Strikes Back right now. So. Oh. From from episode you started one. Started from so, one. Yeah. Yeah, one is definitely rough. Two is a lot rougher than one. I brought us pod racing. No, you're right. Clone Wars is probably the hardest one to watch. Clone Wars. I, is I remember liking great. Clone Wars more than that. No, that that. The love theme is great. That's Clone Wars only, brought us the love theme, and that is its and only that's the only time I enjoyed it. The only then, good part of Clone Wars, I'm not saying the only good part, is the beginning part where they're uh, in the city, and that like chasing that guy or the the changing land down wherever. That's oh. from three when no, they're dropping no, down no, the no, different no, things. No, no, no. no, that's from that two. was from Attack of the Clones. Now you're you're thinking about in the uh, when they're on that Coruscant. Star Destroyer. No, Coruscant's from two. It is from two. Yeah. That scene is. From I just the watched them two. all. Yeah. All right, I believe. Yeah, yeah, let them have it. Yeah. My my cloudiness with the first trilogy is there, so <laughs> yeah. mine too. Except for pod racing and the love theme, three for, holds up actually. Okay, for all I know, they could have just combined episode one, two, and three into one movie, and I would have been like, all right, I'm, yeah, that would have been fine if they, somebody yeah. used. I bet there's a cut. Piece. I bet yeah. there's a cut out there. You just knocking out like an believe, hour. Believe it or not, uh, Topher Grace from uh, that '70s show is a big editor fan, and he put out like some kind of trailer where he cut the whole Star Wars saga into one. Really? Like uh, thing that he does that for fun. He even put Solo in there. Eddie like, Brock. And it's like it, you, we can watch it after this. It's only like Stop Mike, Michael Groans over there. We can watch Solo. it a little bit after this. It's only like two minutes. But okay. He has the subtle differences with the when they show each version and they have the music in there. Even the Solo one with the little guitar, you know. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. He That'd did a very cool. good job. He he does the editing on like just for fun on the side, and he's a big Star Wars fan, just like he was on the show. So. To, awesome. Okay, Attack of the Clones does have all the Django and uh, Boba Fett stuff, which I did. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. That. I the, like the Camino backstory. bits on on. Camino. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Except for the the Obi Wan just walking down the green screen hallway, looking around at the big tall weird. Camino I, I definitely noticed a little bit more now to the uh, the green screen bits. I'm just like, wow, they're not even fucking there at all. Not even trying. Oh, the CG's bad in the first one. I noticed that when I watched it again, especially in the land of the Jar Jars. Yes. Oh yeah. When he's swimming underwater and yes. Jar Jar's everywhere. The Gungan village. Also, I Why noticed. Do I know uh, these things? And it's been a little while, and you can definitely could tell, but I've noticed it even more now. The the CG bits they've added in, just like to the original trilogy, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. This looks rough. Leave it alone. I have the. I think I always bring it up, but I have those original cuts. If you want the, I have the digital copies pulled oh. straight from Laserdisc. Oh, nice. Unedited. I have them straight in straight MP4s. They're on that PlayStation in there. Oh, wow, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, if y'all want those copies, I that's may why, need that. That's why I'm excited because when the 4K editions comes out, they're supposed to be the original cuts. Really? Nice. Even the one, the 40 millimeter that caught on fire and they had to repair some of it, mm. that's supposed to come out in 4K also. Yeah, yeah these have the Vaseline. I'm in for that. These have the Vaseline under the land speeder where they try where they covered up the little thing that was And I'm around. fine with that. Like, it made the movie That's magic. nothing wrong with that idea. Yep. You would so, think there would be some heat underneath the. You would think, yeah, right. right? So, so I don't, I don't see a problem with that. We're not turning this into we, a Star Wars. Well, I mean, we, we can think. <laughs> we totally can. I'm like, we can think. Disney. I'm out. I'm, I'll kill this thing right. right now. We can thank Disney for, and this is the last thing I'll say on it. Oh yeah. Um, we can thank Disney for because when they bought Fox, they got all those rights back. It was mm-hmm. that whole limbo with the first movie where I think when they got Lucas, they only owned the rights to the the special edition, the the ones he redid in the '90s for the re-release. Mm-hmm. The original version stuck with uh, Fox. Mm. And then there was also a lot in Lingua where you know George wouldn't he didn't want to release that original version. So that even then when they showed that film with the original one that caught with the 40, 40 millimeter that mm-hmm. caught on fire, they got his permission before they uh, did it publicly. So I think they he's warmed up enough for it. They, they're going to do it in this four K version. So that's why I'm waiting for the four K ones to come out. When are those actually supposed to come out? Like out of date or anything? Or uh, next year. Okay. Next year when next year. Because I know you can stream in 4K on Disney Plus, uh, but I've been watching my Blu-ray, so I, the, I the plan is they're supposed to do a whole complete saga in 4K next year. 
once they release uh, it, nine. It'll be one through I nine guess that's what I'm in for then, because I never actually bought Last Jedi. I just I've got it digitally. Next year is going to be our probably last big hurrah in physical media because next year is going to be the Star Star Wars is coming out in 4K. You got Lord of the Rings coming out in 4K. Mm. You have uh, Back to the Future coming out in 4K. Mm. A lot of these uh, big story uh, franchise films that um, have a lot of fan base are all coming out in 4K next year because they see this as the last hurrah for physical media. So. After that, they they fixed. I mean, that, I, I bought way more digital lately, and I thought I would never do that. So you know. Well, they're not even. Oh, with your wallet. They're not even um, worried about buying digital anymore because I, they were worried about Voodoo and all them closing oh, that's right, yeah. closing down because next year you have NBC, so everything like Back to the Future is going to be streamable. Um, everybody's with their streaming services next year. HBO, so that means all their DC movies and everything's all streamable. Everything's going to be streamable now. So I've the, been doing the reason a lot more they even that. yeah the reason they even own a, a digital copy is going away. So. We bought a lot of movies for us and for the for the kids last year. We haven't bought a single movie this year. Even with all those good deals and stuff, I've been like, ah, mm-hmm. I just don't need it right now. I just bought Avatar on Blu-ray. Did you? Yeah, I bought it over the holidays. I think the only thing I've been buying is uh, anime, so that's it. All right, we got three quick bits for news. We're already almost at an hour. Right. Then we have games play we got to go through. Um, uh, that's going to be weak short. on everything, yeah. yeah. Okay. That'll I think us. we'll just blow through it. Sorry, I've, team. I've been tinkering, so I've got some tinkering notes, I think, as always. I think for us, and I'm, I'm not going to speak for you guys, but for me, at least uh, my end of the year when we do our, our final episode, that's where I'm going to go a little bit more deeper that on works. my games played. So, that like, works. whenever whatever we decide our top five and all that. Because I like I don't want to talk too much about it now because a lot of the games that I are going to be on my games of the year is the ones I'm playing right it's now. True. So it's true. That's why I've not been uh, very vocal on it. So We'll wrap up news. Uh, Epic Game Store, they just recently wrapped up their one year of free games every week. But then they right after that, they announced we're getting a free game every day from December 19th through January 1st. Which is cool. So that'll be a bunch of free games. Yeah, I remember free games. a lot of people were worried. I was like, I thought they were going to do it for the re- the whole year. Because yeah. they took off what was coming next. Because so, yeah. I think this is it. Next was off. They're going to end it out big. And then they handed out um, Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll keep going with these. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 now experimenting with cross-play. Use that great gem from Destructoid in the beginning. Um, crossplay features coming to PS4 and Xbox One to battle it out with each other. No PC or Switch just yet. Yeah, um, and I was screwing around with people at work. I was telling uh, one of my coworkers, like, I'm already in the room. I'm in the room on my PS4 waiting for you to jump on the Xbox. Let's go, bitch. <laughs> Where are you? Let's go. He's just dying laughing. Let's go. I'm in here. I got the game running now. Let's go. It's on. <laughs> oh, so that's coming soon. Or that's actually in the latest patch. It's a beta version of their crossplay. Uh, Destructoid also notes that their next DLC character is Joker, and he will arrive on January 28th. Mm-hmm. That game's been 20 bucks everywhere recently, so if you don't have it yet, pick it up. I'm waiting for a uh, Ultimate Edition mm-hmm. that has yeah, all the, the XL all the, version. Yeah, it'll come. I'm yeah. Michael's almost, right. He's smart. I'm in the same boat. It did it for Injustice. It did it for Mortal Kombat XL. And last in news, we've already talked about this series enough. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. This comes from Destructoid. was shaping up to be the perfect game to start 2020 off right, but now it'll be later in the year. It was previously announced for January 23rd, 2020, and now it is a less specific summer 2020. And that game, of course, is cross-platform on Switch, PS4, iOS, and Android. And I, and I won't say this enough, I'm proud of fucking uh, Square. Yeah. Usually they're they're just like, oh, we'll release it and just patch it. We'll and figure then they, it out later, yeah. They were like, oh, nobody bought it, so that's why we don't make anything more. And they just that's what their excuse is every time. And I'm like, yeah, because you, you did this shit, so... They're like, uh, it's not working, like you mentioned earlier. Yep. It's probably not working, and we'll figure it out later. Push it back. So, I'm proud of them. Yeah. Good, good. It's good, fine. Good on them. It's Still a, looking forward to that. It's a lot more games coming out in the beginning of the year, so. Yeah, it's not like we're going to have anything to play. Yeah. I may rig up a Wii with uh, all the Game Boys coming off and just try to rope y'all into 
just trying it out, like starting it just to see what it's like. Hey, if you want. I mean, um, you do all the work. I just got to pick up the controller. It's not really room for me to play. <laughs> there you play. go. That's it. I'm yeah. down here, with that too. Here, play this, and y'all yeah. just do it. You'll okay. be like, all right. Now, if you come in here like, hey, I need you to do this, I'm like, no, fuck nope. this. Yeah. Help me hook this up. <laughs> I'll do this at my own place. Speaking of which, we need to do Halo before too long. I got a lot of people asking for Halo. Oh, again. snap. It's I should have put that in my freaking thing. You did play Reach. Wow, duh. Don't spoil Reach because uh, back it up. To do it. Let me go through my games. I'm gonna go through real quick. And I go through mine, and then you finish it off strong. Yeah, I only, only got only got three, so. Um, I got two PS3s in in the last week uh, from the site. I don't know if we want to publicly share the site, but oh, the site me. that Cesar turned me on two years ago. Um, I actually won some finally. I got that 500 gig PS3. Oh, I'm for, proud of you. I, I after you showed me those links, I'm like, eh. I got I got two of them. I, I looked around, and I was like, and then I, I didn't even try bidding because you know I hate that place sometimes. I never win anything, but yeah. apparently, y'all need to check it out. PS3 is apparently, it's the Wild West out there. Yeah. I got the 500 gig Super Slim for 80 bucks with 10 games, and I didn't have like, I think five or six of the games. So oh, yeah, that's not bad. I may, be, I may have some duplicates y'all can check out. I still got mm -hmm. that stack in there. Always down for duplicates. Always down for duplicates. <laughs> and um, I took that one uh, to work to format it and go through all that kind of stuff. It works flawlessly. They did not wipe that one. That one didn't come stock or anything. It came with the guy's profiles and everything on oh, it. Oh, awesome. Which I'm kind of, I get excited about, not like I want to snoop through people's stuff, but that's how people end up discovering games. Like after these development sure. cycles come out, it's like, okay, now I have access... You know, imagine finding a Wii that had downloaded the Castlevania and all that so, other stuff. That'd be a cool, a good to, find. Not to get off track, but what type of games he had on there? Because that's that's why I'm always curious to see how much he actually put on there. Like, how much time they played on there. You can always look at the games. Um, if it's a bunch of sports games, they probably didn't play it much. This was an every MLB player. Yeah, they had right. MLB 13, 14, and I think 15 on that on there. Okay. They had GTA 5. Of course. They didn't have a bunch of... I think the, the store that I bought it from threw those games in with that lot because a lot of the games that I got with it, the player did not play those titles yeah. on that PlayStation. So it was GTA, it was Madden. You probably, um, got, you probably got a good one. You probably didn't put that many hours into it. The yeah. profile name was Rap God. So this awesome. is Rap God with, PS3. Awesome. Yep. With two Ps? Uh, nope, just Rap Space God, all caps though. Rap with know. a W? Nope, R-A-P, G-O-D. Right. Rap God. Uh, but there were like three profiles <laughs> built into that one. I, I guess it was like nephews or cousins or mm -hmm. nieces mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, what are the games? This is, a, this is a fun thing that we should go through. I think there was an NBA 2K in there. And so that it was, was mostly, it was a sports machine. And that was one of the games that was included, yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming the GTA 5, my guess, and I don't want to speak for other people, is probably just mostly for GTA Online, probably. It was on the PS3. You could do the online on PS3. Uh, I think are those so. Yeah. Still up? I don't think so anymore. They Not weren't anymore. doing. They weren't doing the updates anymore. Okay. Like we were getting on the current gen, but they, it started out on PS3 360 because I think it was the second disc on 360. It was two discs on yeah. 360. I do remember that. So I took that to work to wipe it and blew out dust and everything like that. The super. This is the first time I've actually had a super slam. So I'd never even like seen. They're it nice, before. Right? It's very cool. Yeah. It's super light and it's so much smaller. Like the form factor and everything is so much smaller. I'm not too wild about the button eject and then the manual slide back. It feels like you're breaking it. It, it goes absolutely feels like I'm like breaking it. Yes. Yeah. Like it needs a, I need something like in the way to stop that opening. Like it opens, it opens hard. It opens hard. Yeah. It comes open. It lets you know it's flying out there. So I cleaned it up um, where I was getting to about formatting it. So a full format on a PS3 apparently takes like four fucking hours. I don't yeah. remember this because it's been a while since I had to restore one. So it was not going to make it, and I was not going to be physically there the next day. So I took it home, and I was like, all right, I can rebuild it, whatever. I'll just unplug it mid-thing. It is what it is, because it still had like an hour and a half to go, and I had to leave. I was like, because it tells you, do not turn the power off. I was like, hey, it is what it is. Unplug. I'll put the OS back on there, whatever I have to do. When I got home here and hooked it up, 
It said uh, the OS was corrupted, which I've gotten on a normal PS3 before, and it rebuilt that real quick, and then it was done. That was it. Yeah, it's it was faster. completed. It was yeah. faster to unplug it halfway through. There were no profiles on it. There was no game saves. There was no. Hey, done did very. And it reverted to the. I guess the OS recovery on the PS3 is like god tier. It just reverted to that whatever it was on there before because there's like there's a Vita utility on there and Vita mm. save games and stuff like that. But uh, it was a brand new PS3 and I just set it up from there and popped mm-hmm. in a, a game and went to town on it. So I like those Super Slims. The Super Slim is nice. Highly recommend the Super Slim and it's 500 gig, which will fit a bunch of games. Um, I played. This was not on that one. This was on another PS3. But I, oh, the other one I got from them was just the Slim. Was right? a fat. Oh, it was a fat, fat 80 gig. And not one of the backwards compatible was it, um, um, the Metal four, Gear ones. 401. It was the two USB instead of the four USB, I think. It's the 401. C- yeah, yeah. CECH 401. It is a CH. That is yeah. correct. Uh, so I was nervous about this one. Like, you know, what am I going to get? Plugged it in, fired it up. Um, it's formatted new, 80 gig. Went through all the install, that kind of stuff. And I didn't do any updates. I didn't put either one of them online. I'm just not going to deal with, with that kind of stuff right now. I was just popping in something old to try out and make sure they worked. Yeah, the disco usually have an update if you need one. Yep. So I popped in MotorStorm first. Uh, I played two early, early games. Popped in MotorStorm first and played some MotorStorm flawlessly. The fans never cut on. Like the two other fats I have, the fans cut on immediately. It's already going to town. Well, they had the Super Slim was quiet as shit. I never heard it. Well, the, the those old fats had the... The fan blade systems were different. I mean, there was a 19, 19 blade one in the old school sixty gig backwards compatible, and yeah. then I switched them over to a um, like a twenty two. I think. So I had mine. Gigs. I had mine upgrade before I was yeah. confident enough to dive into stuff. I had my sixty gig upgraded, but I still hear that thing cut on. We need to do a deep dive. Well, I mean, and just go ahead and reset those. I opened up mine, and mine already had the the new fan in there. But I mean, yeah, if you go in there, you can you can just uh, put those heat heat pads on there. The new heat, new style heat. To, to pull the the heat away from it and just. Um, new thermal. What, what we really need something is to reball that. Um, that CPU, that shit's so fucking expensive. Though. To get it's a machine to very expensive. It. That's the perfect or way to keep the, that thing like brand fucking new. Or we do the bakery method again. <laughs> I'd rather reball. I don't want to bake it. If we just get the reball machine, we can just reball all the CPUs for all our consoles, man. We that, could. That would be like brand fucking new CPUs. Oof. You got some PS3 fats you could bring back? We can do uh, it. We I can, only have one. You only have one fat? Do you have a 60 gig or a 20 gig? One of the uh, backwards no, no, compatible ones? Backwards yeah, because if you put the heat pads on there, some new um, reball that CPU and then. Puts a new um, thermal pace. Yeah, that shit will run, run smooth. For I looked, a while. At, I looked at some videos on it just out of curiosity. Uh, but I played MotorStorm. Is everybody fond of MotorStorm around here? Are we MotorStorm fans? I think the last time I played MotorStorm, I, lo- I got all three of them. But Apocalypse mm-hmm. was the last one I played. This is the one I had the most memories of. So I, I just, just remember that, like one. you said, the desert. So it's that yes. fucking first level, the fucking <laughs> desert going yes. around, and the slow motion deaths and like pff, big explosions. I love MotorStorm. That's when it was fun. Just that whole period when Sony was weird with those weird games. Yeah, then you pop in Lair. If I did play Lair, I would definitely (laughs) get the patch where I don't have to do the have to do the weird stuff. Uh, And then I, in earnest, not just like goofing around, but I popped in Heavenly Sword. That's been one of those. Like I looked at a list of games that are trapped on PS3, like you can't play them anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I played like the whole first part. There, there's a little bit of screen tearing. Just and I have it set on seven. I have the console set on 720p on my 720p plasma. I'm still messing around with that plasma. And um, there's some screen tearing in here, in here and there. But I was getting used to the combat system and like I wasn't taking much damage and rolling to dodge and all that kind of stuff. The game's beautiful. It's still, still graphic style and everything was awesome. And then the second level had me playing as another character and it's like a sniping mission. It's the cat girl, right? Yeah, yeah, and I failed like two is. or three times trying to line up. I was like, man, fuck this game. What happened? <laughs> like, I was enjoying it. I was getting in the flow mm-hmm. of it. 
I may go back to that one because it's it, that is on my list of shame as well, and it's a Ninja Theory game. It was that one year where they when Heavenly Sword and then um, that other game that bombed Haze. Haze, Haze, I want to try out. I talked everybody. To, I talked my coworker into the time into Haze because I was like, it's a free radical game. It's high definition. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be we amazing. We were excited about my job. Oh, my God. Everybody was making you just and I like, were hyped about yeah. Haze. Everybody in my job was making just like, I get that sweet nectar because you just kept injecting yourself with that nectar. Yeah. And people bought it and like this game sucks ass. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I want to play it again just with even in a retrospect and just see like how bad it is. Oh, I know what you mean. Like some games age better with time. So yeah, because yeah. we enjoyed that. We had really fond memories of Resistance: Fall of Man, and then we popped it in. It was like, ooh, Oof. this is this is dated. You, you say you want to try it again, but when we went I to the game play party, it, it was. I do want to play rough. it again though, but I want to play it again in earnest, not just like, no, nah, let's see what it is and fuck around. Well, the problem is I played the third one. The third one was fucking perfect. Resistance third Three is, yeah. is an awesome, awesome first person shooter. It's kind of hard for me out. to go back. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, late Sony Resistance Three. They look fucking, at look they at fucking the first generation all the way to the end. They bought it Sony and just put it. Just remastered already. Give us a resistance collection. Yeah. Those games are stuck on PS3. It's another example. Um, this is actually from two weeks ago, but I hadn't brought it up yet. I popped in Mass Effect on Xbox One, the backwards compatible one, and just I played like six hours into it all of a sudden. Like I think you did there. mention this. Mm. Yep, because I was playing. At, we have an Xbox in the bedroom. I was playing it in the bedroom, and the missus was painting the bathroom, and she was hearing the conversations between the characters and like. That lady's an asshole. She was talking about the doctor mm-hmm. on the ship. Did I bring this up last week? I feel like I, I told somebody I'm about it. Sure I don't know if it was on. I don't this. know if it was in the podcast or it might have been in the room when we you were, were set up in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like I should have mentioned this on there. That yeah. might have been. This is the exact same conversation we had. Just I don't think it was recorded. It was. Yeah, <laughs> it was just off camera, off uh, microphone. Yeah, yeah. Mass so you, you can continue. Right. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have this conversation. This game's amazing. Like I, I, I do get the Mass Effect love. I've just got to have time to sit back there and I. I'm hoping like that can be a late night thing, and I'm just already there, and I can just hey, play it there and go to town. Chew your way through; it's great. Mass Effect is good. I didn't remember like I read the one of the books that came out with it along with it. I finished all; I read all the way through the book, and I remember Saren being a bad dude. That's the same yeah. book I read when that was like the backstory for Saren, and the Doctor. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Saren and the Doctor were the main characters, and the, or the. Uh, the guy you're answering to on the ship, I think, was oh, the, uh, almost like the Sergeant Johnson. I forget the guy's Halo. name. Yeah, because it, it was one of the Spectres, and then they were uh, looking into it, and that's when Saren was kind of like he, sh- he when he got indoctrinated was in that game yep. in that book in that me. book. Yeah, the book was. It kind of. I think did. that was the first of. I think it was like four books. Assimilation or something. Yeah. That wasn't that weird one for like Drew Capshaw or something. Like that, yeah, that's it? in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wrote three of them, and then one, somebody else wrote the fourth one. And that fourth one's. That's when I lost all that weight, and I was reading on the treadmill. I read that book. No, I'm that was sorry, a good Mass Effect book. Yeah. Oh. It was a good, I couldn't put it down. It was I still so remember reading the first Game of Thrones on the treadmill and how to get off when what happened with Ned Stark. I was like, oh. you just got off the treadmill. Yeah, you just sauntered off. That happened again this week when I was watching that uh, high score high score girl anime. I was sitting there just on the treadmill going in and watching and something like something out of fucking nowhere cup happens and I was like, oh. and I had to get off the treadmill and I'm like, <laughs> I lost and my. Someone, someone was like, someone was like, what's wrong? I'm like, no, I just saw something that came out of fucking nowhere. I need I was a like, moment. <laughs> yeah, I need a moment. Yeah. My health is not suffering. I'm okay. I'm yeah. fine. You're all right. All right. No, no, I'm fine. So okay. I knew Saren was the bad guy, but I didn't remember like they show him murdering the other Spectre agent in the beginning of it. Yeah. Like they straight up, mm-hmm. like it's not even a background thing. Like you're trying to figure out. They show him killing the dude. So mm-hmm. it's it's weaving these two stories at the same time. Yeah, it's like the plan starts. He's like, it's finally time to fucking go. Good start so far. Um, while I was on Triologies, I finally got the Wii U. I had to find the Wii U. Michael helped me <laughs> walk through locating it because we moved a bunch of stuff around in the game room. What three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? Yeah. And I have two Wii U's. I have a backup one they had bought, and I didn't know where I put mine. They had the Metroid Prime Trilogy digital copy on it, because mm-hmm. uh, that was one of the things I wanted to try out on that Plasma. Do the widescreen, it does native 480p, see what it looks like, that kind of thing. 
And I played a little bit of it. Um, I got some video capture of it on, not on my phone, or not on my, you know, capture card, but on my phone. And it looks okay. And I was like, I kind of want to see what the actual GameCube one looks like. So I hooked that up to a CRT and um, I played that same intro level. And um, on the Wii in 4, 4x3, 480i on that CRT. And that is the one to go with if... You know, convenience is not a factor. If you have a CRT, if you have a Wii, if you have these bullshit conditions that we all have, that Metroid Prime for GameCube on that CRT looks way better. Mm -hmm. Infinitely better. I couldn't believe the difference. It's made in that generation. So. Man, the colors popped more. The pla And Plasma is the closest to CRT for that look outside of like OLEDs and stuff. Like, I'd love to see how it looks on an OLED. But the colors just failed to pop. It looked washed out. And we're just going to have to wait for that remaster i may have determined that that's what i want to do yeah. i may fuck around with the gamecube one just to just to see and be in that ambiance and be in that atmosphere mm -hmm. but it may be it may I mean, come down to that switch the year metroid you have that further down the list so hopefully your metroid then. is further yeah. down that's mm -hmm. true so hopefully by then because we're about to start metroid one in the year of metroid <laughs> that's like come on let's go i'm gonna I'm, I'm try man it's gonna be rough we all three sit down we stream it we get a guide Look, and we just go straight through fucking metroid. metroid one now i think about it after, ever since dark souls comes out it's a fucking it's a dark souls of metroid you're comparing everything to yep, dark souls every, mega man is the dark souls of platforms just me just getting angry like <laughs> fuck this shit i'm dying constantly bad save point areas where i'm starting over i'm like oh god all right, I've rambled on. Those are my Heavenly Sword slash Motorstorm, Mass Effect, and Metroid Prime on Wii U slash GameCube. All right, I'll do mine real quick. Uh, that's okay with you, Michael. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to blow through mine real quick, too. Uh, I, I did pick up Trails of Cold Steel 3. Uh, I've been picked it up. I just started it. Let me put it that yeah, way. Yeah, you're waiting to wrap up Dose, I think. Yep, and I did finish, too, um, which I might go through, too, again, but yeah, it's here or there. So I, I did enjoy that uh, they did start out the Trails in the Sky characters were popping in there. They are blending all the games in there now at this point. Um, uh, outside of that, I maybe put like four or five hours into it, which is still the first chapter. Uh, it's like a pseudo version of uh, Cold Steel 1 is Cold Steel 2. It's um, You still follow the school curriculum type thing. Mm. Uh, it goes more back to the first one. Like uh, It mirrors that a little bit more. Um, I'm not sure how four is going to end up if it's going to mirror two, depending on how it is. But I know the cliffhanger and, and three is, is, is a lot of people's like, "Ooh, what ending?" type thing. Like mm -hmm. they're like, "When's four happening?" So um, outside of that, I mean, I won't go into much details. Like I said, I just started it. Uh, it does look way better. I, I do like the anime it's cell, very cell clean. shaded. It's, very uh, clean. Look. Like it's it. a definitely different engine. Um, I was going to say, was this like a new development cycle or a new console cycle or something? Well, I think the other ones were made out? more for the Vita, and they ported those mm -hmm. over to the PS3 and PS4 and PC based off that. Uh, this one is definitely a brand new engine. Gotcha. Uh, then I did play a little bit of Deadly Premonitions because I finished Luigi's Mansion 3, but I'll get more in Luigi's Mansion in a little bit. Um, Deadly Premonition comes up again. I'm looking it up on Steam uh, to see how much De it is. Deadly Premonitions is funny to me because it, all the jank and all the slowness is still on the Switch version. I yeah. love it. I'm glad they didn't take it away. Yeah, I bought it, and yeah. I have it. I just have haven't actually popped it in yet. It's yeah. 25 bucks on PC. I might as well get this. Switch I, I got it on Switch for 25 off of Gamefly. Did you? I can't remember. I, I know it's on. You don't have it for uh, Xbox 360. I know it's backwards compatible. It is. Yeah. Did we get it with Games with Gold or something? I can't remember if we did. I don't. Didn't. I don't think we did, but I, I couldn't say. How does the PS3 so. one hold up? Since I'm on the PS3, it's the only on. difference is that you can use a PlayStation Move with it. That's it. Mm, I, I thought they added probably some. Not it's a director's uh, cut, so they added some yeah. more content in there. You're yeah. right, Michael. But I, I don't know if it's whatever version we you did. Have, we fine. did. We did get that one. The PS3 one. I know we got that on. Uh, not games with gold, but the <laughs> so I should have it and be able to download the digital copy. I'm yeah, yeah I think you're that. right. I think I have a digital. Copy I do remember PS3. that. Yeah, let me do that just to get it, get it out of my system. Yeah, for whatever, it's free. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, access. 
it's funny because like you go through there and it, it gives you reminiscence of like a Silent Hill two type s game with that atmosphere when you're in the woods and like all this kind of fog thing. Um, then it's it's just all the quirks in there. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a very like, weird. Game. Yeah, he's like, talking about the Tom and Jerry thing. In the- he's <laughs> randomly just like, driving down the road and he's smoking a cigarette and typing on the computer, researching the next case, and he's talking to somebody on the phone. And it's some kind of like, yeah, they're in a sadistic relationship. Like they need each other. That's why it's called the Tom and Jerry Show. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so and he's just sitting there smoking. And he's starting to light a cigarette. And it's almost like Doctor Strange, where they're on that road. Something kind of pops in front of him. And he drives off the, the cliff and he rolls the car over and he crashes near the town. And then from there, he sees like um, all these weird things, like these people that turn backwards and crawl towards them and stuff like that. Kind of like a sound. It's like mm. it reminds me of like Silent Hill esque. And like when you kill them, it's like time to die. That's what they say, and they just die. And it's like it's a. Uh, and he's constantly talking to somebody called Zach, and he has nothing in his ear. He's just like, all right, Zach, we're always in the trouble. It's like it's it's quirky. And it's funny. Wow. So um, might have to check this out. It's, yeah, it's an interesting game. It's like yeah, nice. it's it's. I mean, the whole game starts off with some uh, young lady that's murdered on the tree. She's kind of like uh, pinned up there, like on the cross, Ugh. and her stomach slid open. Ugh. So it's like it's one of those. It's it's very like Twin Peak, Twin Peakish. Yeah, it's Twin Peakish X Files. It's like that whole type of weird stuff happening in this one little town type of situation. Okay. Uh, and, you, and you don't know what's kind of. But it's going the crazy on. writing and all that around it, right? Yeah. It it. it it's funny. It's very B movie. You'll enjoy it. It's not. It doesn't take itself too seriously in some points. So, um, outside of that, I've continued my as uh, I dubbed the end of the year bullshit, which I want to talk more about at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I finally beat Luigi's Mansion three. I made this joke earlier to you guys. Some of those boss battles is like the fucking Dark Souls of Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> some of that shit is when you're trying to figure out the pattern to kill people, and then you have to go back to the beginning and go through the whole pattern again. Mm-hmm. That final boss with King Boo. There was some that final bit where he uh, that he splits into three different. Uh, versions on there and i keep choosing the wrong one when that was a bit annoying because like yeah I, 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 i'm sitting here like mad at the screen luckily like, Which fucking one is it i'm like it does there's nothing on there in the crown or anything that tells me which one i was i was trying to figure so, that out too like they do look slightly different as far as like i couldn't figure it out i know their facial expressions but it's like i don't know what they're trying to direct me to i'm trying to fucking kill him there's yeah. one he's raining bombs everywhere I'm like, i don't have time to sit here and look at what he's doing i, I got I'm very like, frightened at that part that i was gonna fucking die there's no glory i didn't bits. there's but, no glory yeah. bits to figure out which one is which i think there michael's right i think there is you just have to pay more attention is at that point there's so much there fucking is going a on difference the screen. between them yeah there's so much going on but i don't got... i don't know what they're trying to tell me is what i'm getting and, so. and there's a small window you can't sit there and just like fuck around like holding the bomb and something he'll move on to the next form of yeah. attack so it's like you you have to it's it, it's very annoying that was probably the one of the that's the only time i ever got mad i mean i beat it but i was like fucking hell come on what do you i got want mad me? at the, the 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 underwater level or the sewer level and I was fine with the sewer level. Well, well no, the controls on that was bullshit, yeah. and then the the swimmer was bullshit. Yes. The, he and had, then the next level when you had to do the like push the sand up to get to certain things in that the uh, Egyptian ish level. Yeah. Those were a bit off, especially when you're like timed, and I can't get the sand quite to, to I'll, make I'll, a ramp. What made quite it bullshit? Enough. Was it just bad game design or it's, poor controls? It's or? nothing bad. It's just like they don't they don't. There's sometimes. It, the game doesn't show you what you need to do sometimes. You yeah. just have to figure it out, which is cool and great, but it can be frustrating when you, you're constantly like... And especially if the ceiling's about yeah. to collapse yeah. on you and you're on a timeline, you're like, what the fuck do I do? It shouldn't be a boss battle or an extreme, like, a time-limited thing. Like or in my saying. case, like, when I'm trying to ma- I'm trying to push sand to make a ramp up onto something, right? right? And I um, can't quite get it to do it just right, and I'm on a time limit. That's I when I have that, an issue. I put that down to game design. So... so. Yeah, I mean, it works fine. I think it's the best one they had on there, and it's fun. Like, now that I figure out the patterns for everything, you go through it, it's, it's fine. It's just, just going through there, it can be frustrating, because you're, you're trying to just go through the game and enjoy it, and there's that there's some just bullshit stuff. Like, the Swimmer one purely pissed me off, because, like, it yeah, took me a while to figure it out. I was like, all right, I got to get to Gooigi. I have to go to the bars. That's cool. And then 
he has a pattern. He'll sit there and switch it up and just blow water and kill Guiji, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Honestly, so, I, I started to enjoy the game way way more once I got past the Egyptian level, to be honest. I, I, for whatever reason, I didn't get, I didn't have a hard time with the Egyptian level. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people did, but I did. I think my favorite boss battle was probably the shark one. The shark was great. Yeah. Yeah. Good shark was fantastic. Outside of the Godzilla-esque one, uh, the shark one was <laughs> the pretty movie good. Set yeah. told us about. Yeah. I mean, that one had the right amount of difficulty that wasn't too frustrating. Yeah, and, and, and it still it, was fun. It was, it, it, was a, it was good balance. It kind of like showed you what you needed to do. You could look at the ship that you're on or whatever and be like, okay, I, I kind of get what was going on. Like, you know, it telegraphed itself well. And another game that I call the Dark Souls of something else is fucking <laughs> Control. So mm. um, I'm at the very fucking end of that game. Uh the story pans out way better now because I know what the fuck's happening. Because, um, like, and I, I, I think I enjoyed it more now going back through there because it's like at this point you, when you play as your character, she doesn't really know what's going on. So, like, when you're in there and you're trying to figure stuff out, you're experiencing what she's experiencing. You kind of mm-hmm. learn that later on. So it's like, you're like, okay, what, what the fuck am I here? And you go back and you, re, you go develop into her story. She's, like, keeping a lot of that stuff personally in her head to herself. She doesn't want everybody to know what's going on with her. And you go back and you learn more of her backstory and everything on there. It kind of adds value in there. So it's like when you, I'm in there confused, like, what the fuck's going on? That's the exact thing she's, saying, she's thinking. Cool. She just I'm looking forward to this one still, so don't I'll, go, yeah, don't we'll go, go to too details. far into that one. So the, my biggest gripe on that one is uh, at the, and it, it does kind of hold your hand in the beginning where it gives you um, numerous control points where you can save. As you go through the game, it's, there's a lot in the beginning. As you get towards the end, there's not many. Mm, and there's gotcha. a lot of battle bits where I'll, a lot of bullshit stuff. I get stuck in a corner and I'll die. And, and you gotta run all the way back. And it puts you in a control point that's way back. And you have to do numerous battles before you get to the battle you died at again. Uh. And so it gets frustrating. And there's a lot of times like, all right, I'm going to stop playing this. I'm going to go do something else. And then come back to it and, it, and you'll get there. Like, And you're fine that time. So at this part right now, I'm towards the end of the story. And there's a, a bit where you're going up higher. And, and you have to kill these group of enemies at different times. And it's like, there's I get to the last one. And then the, these fuckers are throwing grenades or some kind of bullshit work. I, I fuck up and I move and I fall off the cliff and mm-hmm. I don't see there's a cliff and I die and I'm like and then I gotta go all the way back and start the whole process from the beginning because there's no control point in there, so I'm not sure when you fire yours up. I looked at it because I thought about it. I was like, eh, maybe I should down dumb down the difficulty. It's not an option for me wherever I'm at. I think I'm stuck. So you might want to look at it when you do yours. If there's a you can put on a lower difficulty, you might want to do it. That would make sense. If you just good- that can- you enjoy the story. Yeah, a good candidate for story mode. Yeah, I, I think so. Good. It's enough for the story. The gameplay's fun. I think the I'm okay with the difficulty, but mm-hmm. that's for those people who who want those in those type of games and want to challenge. Um, I'm at the point now where I kind of just want to experience it and have a better balance. It seems like if I went down one, I yeah. think I have it on normal. If I probably went down one, I, I would be fine. Where I'm in my life, I, I'm all down for story mode. Let <laughs> I'm me, all in for let, easy mode. Let me get to, through the yeah, and I want to feel like a badass. Like I, I realized, mean, I realized that with God of War games, I was like. If I can't get off this first Hydra part, fuck this game. But if I want to feel like a badass and sling everybody around everywhere, which is how I feel like I should be playing the game anyways, mm-hmm. I'll play it on the moto when I play it on. And a warning to you, sir, when I play Trails of Cold Steel 3, um, the fast forward button is not there. Oh. That killed it for me when I went in there because it's like it seems like the game's moving way slower, and it's because I don't have the fast forward button. Oh. So the battles take forever. That was a feature in old ones. Um, well, in the, the last two in the remasters, it helps it just yeah. to get through battles, and you can keep. Well, I pl- I played mm-hmm. primarily through one and two without the fast forward, so it was it was fine for. for it me. was mind boggling, but me. I gotta say, yeah. having it was You're fantastic. Like, no. <laughs> well, because well, I blew through the first two like that, and then yeah. I jumped to the third one. I was like, why is this game so much slower? And it's because I don't yeah. have that option to speed it up, and yeah, I, I just had to readjust to it. 
But there's an option in there if you just enjoy the story and don't give a fuck about playing for RPGs. There is a, uh, like, a very, easy very ass easy, mode. easy ass mode. Like, I'm just here for the story. Cool. I, I will never, you, you will never die in battles. The battles will go quickly. You can choose that one. Nah, that's cool. probably yeah. out there. So, I, I honestly was going to wait on that anyway. So, now that there's a Switch version, I might just wait for that one. So They did announce that recently. Yeah, I don't think there's much different other than I think they said, yeah, resolution-wise, that's the only difference. Yeah, I, think well, I might just wait on that. Because it's scale. 720p locked on uh, handheld and docked and 30 frames. It's that's probably going to be a while before I got to it anyway. Cool. I mean, you got plenty of time because yeah. the way they said it ends with you're ready to pick play four, so you might just want to wait until four at least gets yeah. announced. So yeah, not 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 in a hurry. But I'm uh, excited. Outside of that, I don't think I have anything else on my list. I think that was it for me this week. Uh, yeah, I think that was you. All right, so I'll run through mine real quick. It's up to you, sir. Uh, finish Halo Reach. Did you save Reach? I well. Did you did you I deliver Cortana? Halo Reach. So you I, saved yeah, I saved Cortana. <laughs> you saved Cortana. It's <laughs> the main goal. You finished yeah. what happened in five in the prequel. It's good shit. <laughs> That's all. I, I'm, you know, obviously you can kind of deduce what happened based off of what happened in Halo One, yep. but it leads right into Halo One. Yep. It, I know you said you hadn't actually finished the campaign. We have not played. The we haven't played at all. I so just I'm not going to talk about it too much. It is a damn good campaign. The ending is so good. So how do what do you got to do to get the cutscene to get the when you sent off Halo, uh, Master Chief? I mean, that's that's at the very end of the game. I know there's an option where you have to do certain things where you can send off Master Chief and you see him in the room as they send him. I I yeah. I really? don't yeah. I don't know. I never saw Master Chief. Well, yeah, you have you have to you have to do you have to do certain things. Oh, that's to cool. see it on there. It's like an Easter egg. I played the game very just. I was like naturally. I just played it. I I didn't try to go above and beyond to do really anything. Yeah. Um, there's you a lot more flying Xbox? bits than I remember. Played on Xbox or PC? Huh? You played on Xbox or PC? I played on Xbox, Xbox. Next, yeah. And it looked damn good the whole time. So. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. Can't recommend it enough. That's probably the best campaign. Uh, you rank it all above all the Halos? I can't think of a better one, but then again, it's been a while. It's definitely better than any of the newer ones. We need this coming on 4. Dude, it's so good. That's why we need to just finish 5 and get that bad taste out of our mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. Reach. Play Reach. Cannot recommend it enough. Is that the definitive 5 and then Reach? Or are yeah. we doing Reach and then 5? Why would we do reach? something good and then do something that's possibly... Uh, I'm down with yeah, this. Yeah, let's get the uh, out of the way and then just yeah. end it on the high Works note. Works for me. Yeah. Uh, still chewing my way through Pokemon Sword. I am halfway through the game, so I've done with four of the uh, four of the gym leaders out of the eight. Oh. Uh, I've discovered, main reason I put this on this, I've the discovered gymnasiums. Surprise Trade is like the best thing ever. It ruined, okay, that same mechanic <laughs> ruined the last game for me because I quit wanting to find but it. But I've noticed, though, there are like battle arenas and stuff like that you can go in to like Toshinas. beef up. But yeah, Toshinas. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, that you can go to to like beef up your Pokemon and stuff, but uh, like I get to the fighting gym, which is the fourth gym. Mm-hmm. I don't have any psychic types. I don't have anything that oh, would great. be good about. It. And Take I got my out. ass handed to me. Really? Right. Uh, so thank thank God for surprise trade. They got me a good psychic type. So you know it it saved me potentially a lot of time having to grind. Uh, you know. What did you give up in the surprise, and what did you get? Um. I don't know. I did it a ton of times, so I couldn't exactly say what what yeah. ended up getting me what I needed. I kept to get. sending out ratatat tats and getting. But I got I got stuff. a ponyta. The Galar ponyta is like a psychic type instead of a fire type. Okay. It looks like a My Little Pony type thing, but huh. it, it has Psybeam, which destroyed everything she had. Nah, so. Really? <laughs> Tad, on your note, I fucked up because I kept doing the Pokeball thing and kept getting rare candies, and I leveled up to my uh, my starter Pokemon where he wasn't listen. He won't listen to me anymore because oh, I haven't no. got to the first gym yet. He just like, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck! I killed the game for me. Yeah, I just got. Uh, <laughs> He's like level thirty. I haven't even got to the first gym leader. Yet. Oh no! He's already in the final evolution. Yeah, badge qualifies. <laughs> my uh, my starter just evolved to his final form, and I don't remember its name. So I'm still in the fucking live area with the final form. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept getting rare candies and leveling them up. It's like every time I ran. Yeah. 
I was like, let's go, bitch. And he, just, he doesn't listen to me anymore. So, oh. um, and lastly, I, I, you know, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey for the better part of forever. Uh, so I, I stopped because I was in the uh, underworld. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, drab and dreary. And it, I mean, it's supposed to be hell, right? Mm-hmm. So, But I don't know. The entire game just got, like, very not fun at that part. I guess partially the environment, obviously, was very drab and dreary. But the whole game just seemed to be, like, slogging. So I stopped. Mm-hmm. So finally I was like, okay, fuck it. I only got one, more, back in, only got one more DLC after this, so I struggled my way through it. And yeah, that whole hell bit. You have to fight Hades at the end. Spoilers. Ooh. Was it cool? Uh, it was awesome. Uh, but now I'm in Atlantis. Dude, Atlantis is modeled so well. And I saw it's you, a massive I saw you city. taking nonstop screenshots. It's so pretty. And I'm just like, who the fuck is going to see this 90 hours in? Like, this is the last. You have to play all these DLCs and all this stuff because it's a continuous story the hardcore to the even hardcore. get to this i feel bad for the people that had to sit there and struggle and design this entire city and like maybe 10 percent of the popular of the people that play this game people are actually going to see, see it. it it's so gorgeous though and the the mission structure is so much better in atlantis i don't know if they did that in perp on purpose for the underworld to make everything just seem like a chore yeah but it's so much better there's um, so there's no way i think you've covered this there's no way to go straight to that content no but, wow there's no way to get to any of this. Even to get to Elysium, you have to beat the entire game, which is a 60-something hour game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, as I've said before, probably the best-looking video game environment is there a seen. disco? Is there a disco in Elysium? Nope. Nope. No disco in Elysium. So, not Crossed yet, at over. least. <laughs> Crossed over. Callback. Uh, yeah, so I'm probably going to keep going with the last DLC, and then I will be 100% done. I just got Odyssey. With Amazon Odyssey. had it for like 8 bucks or something. I was like... Yeah, the sure. Odyssey is the best Assassin's Creed game in my opinion. Uh, it's definitely the most content-rich Assassin's Creed game. Uh, it's just so much shit, and they've added, they've add, they keep adding stuff too. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh shit, I got a new move. All of a sudden, eighty hours in. Eighty hours in, still got a fucking new move. Very cool. Yeah, so more Assassin's Creed. Uh, that is it for me. I do have something. I have presents for you guys. Oh my god! I was gonna give them to you on the Christmas thing, but he's not gonna be here. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys your Christmas presents, which I got for you. Are we doing this on air? Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> just fucking do it. This is kind of fun. This is horrible. Surprise. I did Thank this, you. I did this with the cereal one year. <laughs> yeah. That's a big-ass box. It's a suspiciously shaped box. It's a bomb. That's not a bomb. From a cloud. That's a weird-ass looking... Richard, exclamation um, point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cesar's first. Why, yeah. why am I first? Because mine's bigger and nicer, obviously. All right. <laughs> I was talking to him. I was like, you're probably the worst person to buy for because I know you have, like, everything. Cesar has everything. Get out of here. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Thank you, man. Yeah. Rick and Morty. <laughs> that looks cool as, as uh, shit. Stranding, yeah. That looks cool as shit. This is definitely something I wear the fuck out of. Excellent find. That's the one with the commercial. Like, we gotta eat the baby. That is it. I forgot how to eat the baby. <laughs> Rick and Morty as Death Stranding characters. In a shirt format. In a shirt format. Yeah, go for it. All right, Linus, this is a giant. Did you wrap this? Or the yeah, my my wrapping is, is wrapping something is... to be desired. Yeah, right, this is like God tier. Mine looks like a bomb. Yeah, mine, I just usually throw in the bag yeah, and just throw a little fluffy. Mine's pretty bad. It. Oh, you're a bag person? Yeah. I got yeah. the bag. All right, this actually probably sounds okay. Eh, it's probably fine. We're, if, we're painting we'll, a I'm picture. sure we'll probably hear about it if uh, if it doesn't. Yeah, somebody let us know. Guys, you tore my ears up. What are you doing? Yeah, so... Trying to, my grandmother was always like, "Don't tear the paper." Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of that way too. But I really, it doesn't really matter. I've already fucked up the paper. Yeah, the paper's fine. You're gonna just toss it away anyway, so. I'll wrap you up something in this. What? <laughs> oh god. Oh, 
bad. It's a giant. Is that pretty loud? Just peeking all over the place. Ah, oh, it's fine. It's loud for us. Nah, I think it's fine. Oh my god, Michael, something has to be cut open. Oh, does it? Yeah, this is not conducive for... No, here. Here's a screwdriver. Is that going to work? I'm sure it will. Yeah, I cut I things open with is... screwdrivers all the time. Oh, you should be able to just fold it out, man. It looks like go. it's taped shut. Oh, no, no. You're yeah, right. You're right. right. I'm saying, oh, I, I, I don't to... think I taped it back. Yeah, I was trying to do the most on that one. So... Oh. This looks like something you've left over here before. Yeah. <laughs> but not quite. It is not the same one. Not Holy the same shit, one. shit, dude. This is freaking great. Wow. That is awesome. That is uh, the Metal Gear Solid soundtrack on vinyl. That is really fucking cool. Yes. Thank you, Michael. Thank yeah, you. No yeah. Uh, we'll have to be listening to this. This is wonderful. Wow. And I will make uh, copies for everybody. Yay, please do. vinyl pressing. Mondo is proud to present the premier vinyl pressing of the soundtrack, Konami's 1998 espionage masterpiece, Metal Gear Solid. Pressed on two 180-gram vinyls and featuring the original song, The Best is Yet to Come, by Rika Muranaka, and original artwork by Randy Ortiz. Holy hell. That's awesome, Michael. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. That cover art is beautiful. We should post that on uh, Instagram. It is, it is a good-looking cover. Michael, that was super cool. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. Merry Christmas to you. Merry all. Christmas to you yeah. guys. Cesar won't be here for the. Uh, I know, that's time. what I'm saying. I was like, ah, and you designed I guess I gotta bring it this week. You designed us a holiday themed uh, song. Yeah, to I may have to work on a little bit more, but yeah. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll whiteboard it, storyboard it. What is the right know. term? Yeah. I'll yeah you're gonna host this one, right? We'll workshop it. Oh, God. Are you hosting? I don't know. I'm just gonna be there? I, I think you should. Uh, yes. You, you're doing a Christmas one. I think I'm, you do fine. Holidays I'm, your thing, man. Go all in. You just you gotta come up with the yeah, template. Once you, if you come up with a template and follow it, you just can't, you can't uh, go off the wing like him. We'll see. We'll see what happens. What the fuck? <laughs> it's worked for 94 episodes. <laughs> Damn you people. We'll see, uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens. 94 episodes that you can find on um, iTunes. Spotify. Stitcher. SoundCloud. Overcast. Did you say Spotify? I did. So I you said Spotify. Well, was something else. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. And, and the Google the Play Game Store. Or the Ethics Game Store. Epics Game Store. The Ethic Game Store. Yep. Uh, this episode will be live Tuesday. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter on No Podcast. Just search for us. You'll find us there. Hopefully. Uh, leave us five. Hopefully. <laughs> leave us five star reviews on iTunes. That will help out tremendously. Mm-hmm. And our numbers are staying pretty consistent as far as listeners. We need to. I didn't actually finish last push. episode. I live like up. halfway through. Finish it up so it'll count. We're going to uh, push for 2020 for streaming and get out there a little bit more. It's going to happen. Broaden the, the brand a little bit. Uh, is that it? Everybody good? I'm good. Did I do everything? It's time to go get some lunch. It is. I'm starving. Yeah, me too. All right. Thank you for joining us this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll catch you again next week. Bye. Peace Adios. out. that have tied cartoon dynamic relationships into their plot lines. Mm, no. I'm sure I'm sure it exists. I just can't think of anything. That was a stretch. That, that one's hard to discuss. Yeah. Mm-hmm.